time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Ralph, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding. And with that, welcome to a new episode of Deep in the Heart of Texas. I am Jeff. Polish it. I am Nathan. This is Ralph. <laughs> and this is Aaron. And we are back yet again. This is a fun reunion, people. Um, I would And we will see you in three years. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we become a quarterly show. <laughs> so, you know. By quarterly, meaning every 10 years. We'll do one every. There we go. Every two well, and we and needed a break. God yeah. damn. I mean, we hit y'all up with a weekly episode almost all of 2016. Just towards the oh, end, almost, like June. Almost, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we just took a quarter off. <laughs> <laughs> so you got three months. Of we got to catch up on watching movies. God, <laughs> show started stacking up. Movies started stacking up. Uh, tons of opportunities stocked. Events up. happened. Yeah, so. eyesight started going away. Yeah, so. <laughs> started collecting. I mean, uh, we had a Mondo Con. Uh, <sighs> we had an Alamo City Con. I mean, Terror we, Expo. Terror Expo. I mean, we had so many things so in many, 2016. Yeah. It was an awesome year. Uh, to well, just to, to bang the drum in the right direction. Um, with the year of 2016 and the direction that horror took that year, I mean, uh, we can talk about what came out. We can talk about the hits, the misses, the goods, the bads, the fucking horribles. <laughs> Because there's uh, a lot of them in that category. Yeah, I think, I think as, we, as bad as 2016 was for Celebrity Watch, the movies made up for it. Gotcha. The movies made up much for it this year. Because we suffered so. a lot through uh, 24. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 2015, and that was a a difficult blow. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and to get into difficult blows and stuff, we had not just in the horror spectrum, but it was also like in the constant losses that we uh, all felt as a film community or horror community, however you want to look at it. We had we lost a. Dude, legends were dropping like fucking flies uh, last yeah. year. Lemmy, David Bowie. He was 2015. Oh, okay. Well, late. I think it was Lemmy? Like December. I thought he was, he, oh, Lemmy yeah. Was 15. December, he was buried right. in 16. You're right. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was like David Bowie, I think, took the. Bowie, Prince. Fuck. Carrie Fisher. God. Angus. Angus. Green. Yeah. Yes. And we just Angus. saw him Didn't at TFW. Gunnar Hansen died at the beginning of this year, too. Uh, yep. No, that was like. Two years ago. No, that was at the best of our last show. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. We said our goodbyes. Yeah, yeah we had yeah. Hanson. That was crazy. It's just been a rough year all the way around. Uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, there's so many outside the world. Alan Thick. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Wow. Yeah. Golly. Uh, Anton Yeltsin. Uh, yeah, dude. Nice. That was a. That was. Fucking terrible. I believe I like 2016 him. went away with 46 con- confirmed kills. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's like a Call of Duty. <laughs> Time <laughs> called death. That's like personal a year. Call of Duty. Yeah. And uh, with it just turning uh, 2017, we just recently uh, <clears throat> suffered another huge loss in the uh, writer's community for the horror world. Uh, the William Peter Blatty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is obviously a Exorcist. pillar world of renowned. bringing it to fucking mainstream yeah. because yeah. of Exorcist. I mean. World renowned. Yeah. yeah. And he went on to direct uh, The Exorcist 3. Um, what was funny, uh, I was really uh, recently just rewatching a lot of old school uh, Blake Edwards' uh, Pink Panther films. Just because I was just like chilling. You know, I had a little Inspector free time. show. Uh, <laughs> a Shot in the Dark. Hamburger. Hamburger. Is your dog bite? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chief Inspector Clouseau. 
<laughs> but uh, the second film, uh, Pink Panthers, uh, was actually just called A Shot in the Dark. I had no fucking idea, but this was going to be actually William Peter Blatty's first screenplay credit. Oh, shit. I was like, wow, he wrote a fucking Pink Panther wow. as like one of his early screenplay credits. And I was just like, wow. Uh, Ninth Configuration is also a tremendous, uh, unique film for anybody who's a William Peter Blatty fan to go catch. So give a quick toast to, you know, our first big loss in 2017 and uh, a huge toast to all the great legends uh, and people that we lost in 2016. Moment of silence, a little swig of beer. All right, enough depressing shit. I had to deal with a year of that. Let's right, go. Let's go right there. Uh, we, we have to protect Stan. Protect no. Stan. Dude, he's in a bunker. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get, let's get right in the fucking gutter right now. Let's talk about Rob Zombie's 31. He Do we moved have his, to? Oh, moved his nurse Do we him. have to? Wait, why are we hey. talking about that? Hey, I mean, it hit. It oh, was I was going to talk about wait, that wait, are, are we going to oh, talk about, about the worst? Let's do the best of first. Oh, you're yeah. do the best of. Are they yeah. doing the worst first or the... I, I don't know. I mean, we're the best. Let's get out of the, Let's get the dread. Yeah, uplifter. Wanna, yeah, we can shit start on with the uplifter and then go on, into the dude, shit. Dude, we can shit in their ears at the end yeah. of the show. Let's, let's like start on a high note. I like to Please. shit. So let's start with our number threes. Number yes. our ones. Number threes. All right, number threes. So let's go into our best of 2016 from yesterday. Starting with Ralphus. Oh, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Starting with Jeff. <laughs> um, skip me for three and two because I have nothing. Ralph's got one. <laughs> this point. is going on track like thirty one did. <laughs> yes, it did. Sorry, Ralph. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> it's okay. He's got his hands in his pocket. Well, hope those are his pockets. <sighs> are the oh. I assume I suck. <laughs> Cut a hole in the bottom of the hoodie. Right. <laughs> you want to check? <laughs> Keeping things wild. Okay. Uh, so my number three was, uh, it came out a little bit later in 2016. It was uh, directed by the awesome uh, Andre uh, Ovredal, who is uh, from Norway, who did uh, 2010. They're Swedes, Frank. Sorry. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> um, he did the uh, Troll Hunter film in 2010. And later, obviously in 2016, he would release a film called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, starring Emil Hirsch and Brian Cox. Awesome. The I film- find that bitch's number on my call already all the goddamn time. Jane Doe. Emil Jane Hirsch. Doe. <laughs> Jane Doe and John Doe. Every fucking time. Emily Hirsch? Who the fuck is Emily Hirsch? <laughs> How many cruises did you win? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the film starts off with... Uh, Emil Hirsch working with his father, who's played by Brian Cox. They're working in a, a mortuary that's family-owned for many, many years. And uh, they get a late-night body uh, from the sheriff, and the sheriff drops off. He needs an autopsy uh, cause of death ASAP. Uh, reluctantly, Emil Hirsch sticks around with his dad to work until the late wee hours to discover the mystery of Jane Doe. And this film is by far one of the most unique twists I've ever seen uh, of 2016 it was really fun i mean we can talk about the witch we can talk about things that came and we and we saw but for some reason the style and the techniques that were used for autopsy of jane doe were just so dead on it was just awesome to see these two actors just carry this film to uh such unique eeriness it was just uh i can't recommend it it was more. gnarly dude you recommended it to me i watched it like two days later i actually was scared to go check around my my house because <laughs> it just keeps you guessing it's not like boo like no. jump out scary it's just like fuck like makes you unsettled and, oh yeah <clears throat> and the acting's on point i fucking hate uh i'm not a big fan of Neil hirsch uh i think he's kind of a fucking weirdo but the speed racer and stuff like that yeah i mean but there's some <laughs> movies of his that i'm like dude he 
fucking killed it. But like uh, into Lords of Dogtown is when oh, I was yeah, just like, God, you suck. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I couldn't stand him. What was the the uh, the one he came out with Anton Yelchin, where they kidnapped him and. God damn it, dude! That's such was it a Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. Oh yeah, that's that such was a good movie. Up. That was and a but Emo Hurst did it like perfectly. Yeah, that snobby mm-hmm. little white kid that wanted yeah. to like just take things to like that. Upper. Justin Timberlake was the real fucking stealer of that show, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sit down, you crazy bitch. He's all oh. <laughs> acting gangster. He's a rich kid. Brad Foster. Oh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster, Fuck, sorry. Yeah, Foster. Ben Foster was cracked Crazy. out in that movie, dude. They break a beer bottle and said he just keeps on beating everybody's ass. <laughs> Tell him, Ben Bazerski's looking for him. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice night. <laughs> he took a dump long ways on your carpet, Holmes. <laughs> you don't have no wiki? Dude, but uh, no uh, a movie that I saw of Emil um, that was really fucking good was when he did that survivalist guy that went in. Into the wild. Into the wild, yeah. yeah. That was fucking hard to watch because yeah, he lost a lot of fucking weight for that movie. Yeah. And I think that's when I started kind of liking him again. And then this movie came out and dude, Jane Doe was, it keeps you guessing. You don't know if it's going to be satanic. You don't know if it's going to be cultists, aliens, this, that, the other. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And then the end happens and you're just, yeah, it was dope. It was, it was dope. I can't recommend it more. Very I can't well wait. Done. I can't wait for people in the streaming communities to, for it to hit Netflix or Amazon or something like that. Cause it's definitely a must watch. It's like a, we would go on and talking about uh, Last Shift and stuff like yeah. that. That were just yeah. unique because mm-hmm. it's small cast. It plays on just the eeriness. It plays like uh, We Are Still Here in, yep. in a sense. Yeah, in a know, sense, yeah. Morgan totally. and all that. But yeah, can't, can't recommend it enough. Nick? Is, is there any word that's going to be on Netflix soon? Or? Oh, no. I mean, I think it just barely got on demand and stuff. I think, uh, I mean, it's January, so I think November. Yeah, it's, it's been on, I know it's been on, on demand for two weeks now. Well, Netflix normally has like a six six to eight month turnaround, I believe. It so wasn't on there, was it? Depends, it? No, I downloaded. Was it. really pushed early for that. Yeah, they pushed it like right at <clears throat> Christmas. I, I can't yeah, wait. Christmas. I know for as far as the rest of January, it's not on the list on the to list? drop okay. yet. Yeah, but, okay. it's very indie. Like I don't even, I can't even remember the film company well, did it. it I, I don't know who carries. Troll Hunter was on Netflix for a while, so I'm I'm hoping they get a chance at it. But I'm not sure if Magnet's doing the release for Autopsy. That'd be dope. Yeah. Be cool. Okay, let's go around the table. Well, Nate, all right, let's. <laughs> uh, all right, let me get my <coughs> bunch of bags on here. <laughs> well, Jeff gave his one, so he's out now. I'm gonna get beat up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw Blair Witch on my number three. Um, <laughs> shut up! Fuck you! Fuck you! Listen, I can defend this for one reason and one reason only. Like, uh, it's not. No, it's not a great fucking movie, and it's not ultra scary. The one thing that Blair Witch does very fucking well is makes me uncomfortable. They they are really good at controlling suspense without showing you shit. Mm-hmm. I find that good. I find it clever. I, even though it's shaky cam and all this shit. Wait, wait, wait. Blair Witch wasn't filmed like really nice cinematography? And- no, it was absolute <laughs> dog shit cinematography-wise, but it gets me. It does get me. Like when the chicks climb the tree and the hand comes down and smacks her out of the tree. And, and when Bitch, get out of there. <laughs> but, but the, the, the part that fucking gave me the willies more than just about any movie this year was when they threw that chick down in the cellar and she crawled through the pipes under the house and got stuck. And it was just like the you're always looking at this black hole expecting something to come in. I mean, it's just it kind of it, it's elevating. It reminded so, me of the Evil Dead remake. You know, when she's trying to get away from the... Uh... Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I totally contrary. That lasted 30 <laughs> seconds. This was like a... felt like a seven-minute yeah, fucking right. scene. I mean, it, it was uncomfortable. And if you make me uncomfortable, I give you a nod. 
There was shit all year. I'm going to just yeah. throw this one out there. I had a few other on my list, but I didn't want to steal from the group. No, no, no. I mean, with the, yeah, the writer and director they got together for Blair yeah. Witch, I thought I was I was expecting the moon, especially the way they twisted it. Like, ooh, it's a movie called The Woods, and it wasn't until much later that they released yeah. as. Like, I agree. For me, that that's what got me. That's what got me excited about this movie and what made me go see it day one when it, came, when it dropped the Thursday before it was supposed to be released at Alamo. It, the movie got me excited because I remember enjoying the first one when it first came out. Have you watched the first one recently? Not recently. Oh, it's dog shit, man. It is <laughs> terrible. Oh, I don't fucking doubt it. I'll look at a lot of these other movies that came out at it's, that time, too. It's bad. And that's where I'm going to give it a pass is because if you're better than the original movie that made so much fucking X amount of dollars and you're better than it, I give kudos to that. And not in money standards, but actually in all Aspects of but it. where I, mean, I shit on it is because it was groundbreaking to see it back in true, 1990. They, true, like, they just rehashed it, it. And they use... Uh, I mean, the guerrilla marketing for it back yeah, then it was Yeah, it was viral amazing. marketing yeah, yeah, to make yeah. you believe it was real. Totally. Yeah. But this shit was like, yeah, we didn't really, you know, reinvent the wheel. We just kind of did the same shit. <laughs> just the last we 15 minutes. remade the wheel. True. Yeah. Well, Maybe it's because the cameras were in HD, post the yeah. film. In the last 15 and minutes, you're in the house, you actually see what's going on. That's fucking cool. And I love that in the beginning, when they're looking at the computer... Fucking hole. And they watch that video. That's the video that they end up they shooting. It's yeah. very yeah, twisted. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like that there's no day. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, it's 7 a.m. Where oh, yeah. the fuck's the sun? And the Why GPS is all fucked Dude, up. Dude, yeah. Right? It's really cool. It's clever. The drum it's goes that, up. It's all fours. When I say clever, <laughs> I say a notch above a sixth grader. <laughs> but that is... That's Five like, grades above most like of the shit we got in 2016. Yeah, we got so. a lot of bullshit. All right, fuck sure. y'all. Get off me. That's a, that's <laughs> no, Let's hear your one, Ralph. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going we're gonna to go through all of y'all's first. Well, and then once we get to ones, then we'll jump onto me. We'll jump on me. <laughs> but with Blair Witch, though, like, I was I said excited. get off me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to. He's trying to. Um, but no, like, Blair Witch, I was excited for because, again, the, the marketing that they had for they made you believe it was another movie. And they had you going... Up until like what, two three months before the movie actually dropped. Yeah. Like, oh the hey, weeks. by the way, yeah. no, it was weeks before. Oh, it, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was dude. weeks. Oh, I don't yeah. fucking remember. No, no, yeah, you're right though. But it was like, oh hey, by the way, guys, this isn't what you thought it was, and that was cool. I enjoyed it. The thing that killed it for me the most was the fact that they relied so much on the jump scare. Oh yeah, what and jump scare? Every the, the loud noises, the that's the, the elemental. It's like, bitch, why are you running through a forest when we're all on fucking shoestrings already? We're stuck. Why do you need to run at us? Stop <laughs> oh. it! Oh, the crack, <laughs> the the goth kids, the goth kids, oh, I loved the them. fucking. We've like, <laughs> been in here for three weeks. We've been here. Don't for talk three to them. <laughs> and it's like. There's loud noises and it's oh. like why do, why are you resorting to this? Well, because they Get don't show you jack shit for ninety yeah. minutes. Oh, they yeah, have yeah, to do there's something. something in her foot. Now she's scared. She can run on it. But yeah. You, but you know what? I prefer that opposed to uh, a ch- corny jump scare like the end of Sinister. What was the the oh, guy's yeah. sister's name that he was looking for? Heather. Heather. Yeah. All right. Heather the, Donahue. Why oh, look that? at this! Sh- why do I what know that? Fuck? Why do I know that? Get that out is- of here! Because the witch has possessed me. I don't fucking know why. Is she related that. to Phil Donahue? Oh, no, I the- believe that's her great 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 grandfather. <laughs> Possibly, he was old as hell when he had his. Room. In the uh, Blair- he had silver hair in the seventies. In the Steve Blair Witch, uh, Blair Witch commentary, they talk about the it's a, it's just a vine that's in her foot. That's so, it. That's it. That's it. And whenever no, no, they no, fucking- it was centipede. Centipede? The millipede. I was going to say, because whenever they pulled it out, it looked like... It had it a like, thousand legs. Commentary says it's mine. 
Okay. And then in the commentary, they say, that's not the fucking Blair Witch you're seeing at the end of the fucking movie. That, that? is Heather Donahue. Oh, that makes it she's been better. Ex- she's been ex- that's why she can speak in Heather's voice. I dig it. I love it. I was like, dude, that's fucking cool. Because there you go. Because the, the writer and the director said, "Hey, y'all have not seen the Blair Witch yet." And I was like, that's kind of yeah. weird. I'm gonna write well, this down. That, Positive that check mark from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeff said this bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this back up in a year. <laughs> we'll Who not, said this? <laughs> we'll not watch film with commentary to prove in our best of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, please get them off me. Wait, did you say Blair Witch 2? No. <laughs> no, I was just going off of that. No, he only has one film, he literally. Has, you only have one film? I only have one film. I he was all... I thought, I thought you were joking. He no, was, I think that fucking No, he was dicks all, off Harambe, but he, he has, was all about My Little Pony this he had, year. <laughs> <laughs> he has a top film. The brony homie over here? Yeah, that, that is it. I got nothing else for this year. Everything else disappointed me. There you go. Hey. So Ralph's going to commentate and rip apart everybody else's picks because he didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> well, because you're probably going to pick a movie I did see. All I can okay. say is if you shit on this next movie, you got to do it in uh, uh, King Candy. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to hear. Okay. Let's see what oh, you're Oh, my goodness. Right, uh, Aaron's number three. Yeah, my number three, I'm going to stick with uh, a foreign film uh, by way of Korea, uh, The Train of Busan. Fucking bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit can do me bullshit! Chinese-looking uh, bastards? <laughs> they're, they're Koreans, Frank. Are you Filipino? You're from them. They're yeah. slapping <laughs> I, I thought he was Samoan. <sighs> I feel oh, like we have this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy everybody a hat that just says your ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> and I will fucking wear it. <laughs> Hispanic. <laughs> Nathan just has a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking muttly. <laughs> Might as well say slightly Hispanic. Half no, yours Hispanic, is gonna... half sober. <laughs> Yo, no, yours is, uh, yours is going to say, like lavender? No, we'll just put the food group, just a taco on your hat. <laughs> Aaron's got the cinnamon chichurros. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> So oh what, what's up so, with this movie? So it's directed by uh, Sang Oh Yun, uh, Train of Korea. Pretty much think of it like Snowpiercer meets uh, World War Z. Uh, all a train. Uh, Snowpiercer was very decent. Oh yeah. This yeah. one no, is good. this this one it has the same feel to it with classes at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. It starts off slow, uh, but once you get into it, it just picks up and it just doesn't stop. And when you, and then when you think it's like a train, like a train, like a bullet train. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I said King it. Candy, asshole. <laughs> no, I already gave him a little shit comment. That's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like a train, chugga chugga okay, chugga. That, that just sounds like that just sounds like the hillbilly from the sweet side of the tracks <laughs> over there. If you only knew, rumpy pumpy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> He's British. Don't worry about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, a lot of cool kills. Uh, if you, if you're a parent with kids, <laughs> your 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 guts are gonna get twisted. Your your emotions are gonna get twisted. Yeah, very emotional. Very emotional, especially the end. Especially the end. Uh, but it's highly recommended. I know that whenever we whenever me and Jeff checked it out, it was like on a three day or was it a week or or three day? It was very limited. Yeah, and they brought it back for a full two weeks in October. Yep. Because it did so well. But we already saw it like two months yeah, earlier. Yeah, we already saw it two months. And we we're supposed to do another episode, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just an amazing movie. Uh, highly yeah. recommend it. Uh, yes, there is some reading to do. So if you're illiterate, 
Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Nathan. Sorry, Nate. Uh, definitely check it out. <laughs> Why the fuck you look at me? Because <laughs> Ralph has been helping me weed every night. Come on, Vic. <laughs> God. The, the, I got the, him up to sixth grade. Don't worry. Le, 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 like oh, dude. I don't the, know what MT stands for. I think I called Aaron like 30 minutes before this movie started. I was like, Aaron, I'm going to go see this fucking Korean zombie film. He's like, what time? <laughs> I was like, where's he going to be? I was like, Gunville. Oh, is that oh, what you guys went and saw? Yeah, you invited me to this. Yeah, I told you. I was like, I was like come on, you guys, it's a Korean zombie film. You're going to go see it. And it's like, it's, it like, like really I'm not paying fucking $16 to read. That's literally what he said. Yeah. And I was like, Aaron. It's going to be cool. He's like, oh, fuck it. You know, let's go. And I was like, cool. Well, and I tried to find a trailer for it to see what it was about. And mm-hmm. the only picture I saw was like the baseball team running with bats. There's like military in the background. I'm like, okay, like, that has my interest a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, like Aaron said, it's slow as shit in the beginning because it's very, it sets up the father character very well and very slow. But man, once the shit gets going, I mean, you're dealing with almost Silent Hill yeah. kind of uh, zombies kind of stuff. Cause there's a, it sounds like it meets the warriors somewhere oh, along dude, the line. It, it, it is. Yeah. Baseball yeah. Cause it's like literally like we need to get from this side of the train to this side of the train and we have X amount of obstacles and then certain passengers think I'm infected so they become obstacles. Oh, shit. So it's yeah. like this whole fucking like agenda that goes on and then there's this really neat twist with how, how the zombies react yeah. to uh, the, their surroundings. So that becomes a thing and it's just it just builds. And what I've been so awesome this this guy the director of this film he was a he did nothing but animation films before this. So this is his first live action yeah. film. And what I was so fucking fascinated to find out that this is actually the sequel. Part one, the prequel, or the part one that was supposed to be done first, is actually going to be an animated film. And it's going to come out later this year. Okay. Oh, shit. So I was okay. like, awesome. You know, like there's a prequel to all this fucking chaos that you kind of get thrown into in, in Train of Busan. So well, because makes... the chaos is in the background as you're starting exactly. it up. It's, you're not even seeing the chaos right away. Because you're stuck like, on the train all the time. It's impending. So mm-hmm. like, you have this great World War Z thing happening, and you're stuck on this train and dealing with this father figure trying to save his daughter from... No, he's trying to take her to a... Trying to take her to his mom. To, to, to her mom. A yeah. safe zone, you know? <laughs> so it was like really uh, awesome thing to stumble upon, especially in the horror genre. So yeah. I was really glad to be there at, uh, you know, uh, ground level to like... Ride this fucking fun little train. Ride this train. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, one thing about this movie is that a lot of horror movies or a lot of things, you could tell that, okay, they take elements from this to make into a game. If you were to take this and put it as a game, you could do it shot for shot or scene for scene. It would be amazing. Huh. It's got that Last of Us type of feel to it. It's yeah. got that emotional just drive. Okay. And it's just really well done. The only thing I'm picturing is GoldenEye, the train level. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no laser watches in this. Damn it. But there is a Nintendo Wii. Yeah, yeah, two of them. Minute. <laughs> two <I'm> of there. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, who's next? You. you. Oh yes, back, <laughs> back to me and back to Jeff. Um, my number two film was very easy. Um, when you IMDb the thing, it says thriller horror, so action, thriller horror action. Okay, so Green Room was my number two. Dope. Jeremy Saunier. Fucking. Uh, he did um, Murder Party in 2007. He did Black uh, Blue Ruin in 2013. It is supposed Blue Ruin was really fucking oh, good. Yeah, Not fantastic. a lot of people saw it because no. it's Australian, isn't it? Uh, no. I thought it was, you know, it, was, it, was it was kick, it or was New a, Zealand. It was probably. a kickbacker and it was a it was a Kickstarter funded film and it was shot here in Oh, well, I thought it was shot in New Zealand. No, it was like in Ohio or some shit because Jeremy Soye is like Ohio. Ohio <laughs> <laughs> I had to chime in. But uh Jeremy <laughs> My time was up. I had to chime in. <laughs> 
Rob's keeping it steady. Um, I did. Jeremy Sarnier's uh, explode all over your face. Like you said with Blue chest. Ruin, uh, he, uh, Blue Ruin hit Netflix for a while, <laughs> and it was a very fun, uh, very fun. God damn almost it! Almost in vain of uh, Blood Simple and stuff like that of the Coen Brothers. But to see uh, Green Room be the uh, punk band where everything goes terribly wrong, it was uh, awesome because you have Anton Yelchin, Emotion, uh, Poots. Uh, Patrick Stewart. You have such a great fucking uh, making Blair. I mean, all these guys come out and they do this awesome, like, you know, punk band playing at a skinhead club and just everything goes south so wrong. Quick. <laughs> and it's very claustrophobic because these guys are try- trying to think and fight for their lives just to survive. And just nothing goes right. And to the last fucking frame of the film, you're just like in awe of the uh, intensity and visceral fucking nature of these fucking uh not one side of this you know the the opposing people and the people that are trying to survive are just letting up at all there's just like no give in this film it's just pouncing balls to the wall fucking like you know it's just i don't know it's one of the best cat and mouse films i've seen obviously of 2016 but i would say almost ever yep. any of you guys been able to catch this one so, so, if, yeah. so if you're on an yeah. island you can only listen to one album what would it be Fuck. <laughs> i don't know Turbo Kid. Probably. <laughs> I just give up. Can I just bring my Spotify up? <laughs> there you go. David Bowie, Aladdin Sane. That's what I would take. Really? No, you wouldn't. Real Big Fish, first album. No! <laughs> no, the second album. Get it right. Yeah. That sound was terrible. <laughs> no, it'd probably be like the best of 80s. Like any type of compilation from the... Totally. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Don't judge me. No, I can go, I can go with that. the soundtrack. I would just try to find. I'm a surrounded by metalheads. No, <laughs> like, wait, wait! This is the one band that doesn't have a greatest hits album. There's a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Green Room was fucking exquisite. And being a punk rocker, like you know, come from touring in bands and shit, that is a, a legitimate phobia. Like you wind up at a fucking skinhead camp when yeah. you're an anti-racist band. I've been in fights with skinheads oh, over this. I was in awe so. when they kick off with Dead Kennedys. Uh, was it Nazis? Fuck off! Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, that was awesome. It was fucking great. Like, uh, I was a little worried about because Anton Yelchin. I was like, how the fuck is he going to play a punk rocker? Dude, he plays it perfect. He plays. <clears throat> what was sad is that you know he's actually a great bass player, and he was actually going to go practice with his band when he uh, passed away. Yeah. I was like, shit. He was like going to go meet his fucking I thought he buddies. was coming home and he no, hit the brakes. No, was, he pulled out of his driveway and got out to check the mail. Yeah. And the gate shut. And uh, Jeep actually got a huge recall because of this. Because yeah. it fucking, even with the parking brake, rolled back. Well, he got him. he got his recall two weeks after he died. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it was that, it was that death that made them look yeah. more well, into it. And there and was it, a bunch of those. And it was his buddies that like found him. They're like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, late for practice. You know, like yeah. they're there at the practice space. And they're like, your friends show up and find you dead. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Sad time, man. But uh, Green actor. Room, Amazon Prime, can't recommend it more. Can't wait to see what the director does next, dude. I really, uh, I'm really digging what this guy's able to do. Because he was like, after doing Blue Ruin, he goes, I got to make fucking Green Room because there's no way. Any studio is going to back this kind of film once right. I like become either more prominent or more popular. He, he pretty much he pulled a Kevin Smith. He made a movie that he wanted to see. Exactly. Reach which is, which is a there. good thing to do. Because a lot of the movies now are like, oh, it's whatever everybody else wants to see. No, fuck you. I want to make what I want. Exactly. <laughs> All right. My number two. Yoga hosers. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. Just you playing. son of a bitch. Just playing. Just playing. It's pretty fucking funny, though. 
I mean, you're nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> now, my number two is going to be 10 Cloverfield Lane. I fucking love this goddamn movie. Uh, yep. I can watch it anytime and enjoy it. Uh, John Goodman fucking uh, American treasure right there. Uh, Mary Ramona, Kate Ramona, Winstead. Ramona Flowers. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Mary Kate. Fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> dude, the acting in this, the storytelling, the shots, just everything is so fucking perfect in this movie. And yeah. for it to be PG-13, like that movie actually gave me hope for further PG-13 movies. It, dude, two years ago, if you would have been like, hey, horror movie, PG-13, not going to see it. Yeah, no. Go fuck yourself. Pass. Yeah, later. Pass. Have fun. I'm going to go see fucking Debbie Does Dallas for the 15th time. But no, after, watching, like, after watching like Conjuring and stuff like that. and like Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, that. yeah, Conjuring and then. Even though I think everybody keeps saying that Conjuring part one is R. Conjuring R. R one was R. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or wait, it, it was PG-13. It was now PG-13. It's R. And, and there's an, no, there's an unrated version too. No, but now it's actually rated it's considered R. R. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. scary imagery. Yeah, because oh, whenever fuck? it came out, because I remember, because the yeah. clap is scary. Because I because we had this conversation whenever we did the oh, review shot. That clap. Yeah, yeah it follows. <laughs> the yeah, creepy God. clap. No, um, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Tin Cloverfield Lane. I didn't care for the first one, so if you didn't like the first one, no big deal. Because this is totally different. It's not uh, shaky cam. It's it's nope. um, you know, I enjoyed the first one, but uh, it's very normal it all takes place pretty much in one fucking setting in this bunker and it's exquisite i don't know who the director is i forget off the top of my head i didn't take very good notes as you see yeah it was like some trachtenberg yeah it was uh you remember dan, dan, dan trachtenberg there you go i don't know what he's got coming out but if he made something this simplistic work and work for me that yeah. well i can't wait to see what comes out from this guy i just loved on. all the easter eggs that throw back to the first floor yeah floor. dude it was yeah, the gas station. The gas station, the satellite, a Futura Black, uh, all the time relations, and all the guerrilla marketing for this one with like the, uh, the, the employee profiles online. Yeah. It was just, it was great. Dude, that and Mary Elizabeth Winston is so fucking adorably fucking hot. Oh, I just, the, the hillbilly dude, the Gallagher guy. He was hilarious. John Gallagher or something. Yeah. He was awesome. He I can't wait hilarious. to see him in the Belkin experiment. He's like one of the main cast members in that. The Belko experiment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, where they get trapped in the building. Yeah, that yeah. looks great. That one looks like it's going to be really good. That's going to be another great 2017 movie to catch. But yeah, that's yeah. my sweet number two and move on. <clears throat> that didn't smell too bad. What's no, your number no. two? Uh, number two, uh, I guess I'll keep it foreign. <laughs> I had tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I had tacos. You're lucky I'm not farting. Why are you looking at Ralph? <laughs> I got nothing for two. <laughs> yeah, you could have said I've got dinner for two. I know. No, I know. no, not that one. <laughs> he is uh, my Samoan oh, mate. <laughs> Moana, pleasure. But uh, I'll keep it foreign. Uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh wow. Um, the premise of it was supposed to be just sci-fi, but when you're actually watching it and you're seeing all the the stuff that's happening. It becomes a little terrifying just because of the way it's shot. With typical giant monster movies, they always have an above the head shot or above the city shot. That's the entire film. For this movie, the director shot every time you were with a human, you were looking up at the monster. There was never a time that you actually had eye level unless you're in a helicopter with a certain character. So you're constantly looking up, constantly seeing all the damage fall around, train smashing, buildings falling down, running for cover, seeing acid drop. I mean, it, it was to a degree terrifying that it brought that element of when is he going to wake up? How much is he going to destroy? How can we survive? And to a degree we have to live with them because they can't kill him. 
There's no way to kill giant him. Giant fucking monster. Yeah. You, you can't kill him. And what makes it worse is that he's constantly evolving throughout the whole movie. So you don't know what his next form is going to be. And that was another terrifying piece because they're speculating, okay, what if he grows wings and flies? What if he does this? Uh, when did he learn how to like? When did he learn how to shoot lasers out of his like out of his mouth? Stuff like that, and it was just you see it more from like the politics and the campaigning side, because the way that the uh, the prime minister was was making decisions not only affected the destruction of the city or the monster was his next election. So he wouldn't take down a monster if it had collateral damage to help him retain his office the next election, and that was pretty smart because that's never been done with a giant monster movie before. Yeah. And uh, just by going that and in the imagery at night when, like, the only light you see is the city in flames. You don't see backlight. You don't see studio lighting. You just see the city engulfed in fire. And you see Godzilla glowing in the distance. That, just the imagery of that made it terrifying. Did you see the uh, photo shoots where they were saying, like, the next evolution was going to be, like, a human form? Yeah. That was From the tales at the end? The traveler has come. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that was fucking creepy. Dude. Well, the art book, that, like the snippets you get from the art book from the movie, yeah, his next evolution was like an army of humanoid Godzillas that are going to just tear through the city. Uh, Matthew awesome. Rodericks? <laughs> Not Iguanas. <laughs> no, no Bueller. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, it's, it was an amazing. I saw it twice. Uh, Shake it up, baby! The, uh, <laughs> during, during the run here. So. I'm terrified of 100 Camerons running at me. <laughs> <laughs> Fry, 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 fry. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, oh. I caught this in theaters, uh, the Godzilla resurgence stuff. And uh, yeah, like the scariest part of the fucking film was literally like you were like stuck in a fucking episode of West Wing for like almost two hours. Like literally, mm. like everything goes back and forth between like, here's the Godzilla stuff. Here's an episode of West Wing where government officials are trying to figure out how to stop this thing. Well, yeah, and, they they pretty much play the entire political oh, card dude. throughout the yeah. entire movie for like, yeah. what I remember. Oh, man, it's like an hour and a fucking half and like 30 minutes of Godzilla. That's what fucking killed me on that fucking film. Yeah. But like to Darren's shit, though, when they fucking stuck out the monster, they went balls to the wall. I, I do like the whole thing of, you know, they're don't trust the Americans. Yeah. Don't let them help us out. Okay, we'll bring them in. They took samples and left. Oh, what, I like the setup <laughs> of like this Asian chick might be the next fucking president stuff. They like yeah. laid the because, ground because she was legally born in America. So now she could be a president. A president and like part Fuck, if she would have only ran. No yeah. shit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla was, election night. She was pretty hot, too. We'll make the Great Wall. <laughs> We'll make the wall two, and they'll pay for it. Exactly, <laughs> make the Great Wall great again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Story, Matt Damon. Oh no, that movie looks uh, fucking beastly uh, terrible. Uh, like I saw the trailer for that, and I was just like, oh man, yeah. how did they land Matt Damon? In he that probably would a favor. He's like, Matt I'll do it. Damon. Okay. Fuck. Keanu wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> I need to protect. The Great Wall. He was filming John Wick too. We'll get Jason Bourne. <laughs> Supposed to come out this summer on Blu-ray. Uh, I'm gonna try to get it. Hell yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, my number one film is available finally now for free on Netflix. I put this in the categories of things like The Exorcist, uh, Rosemary's Baby. I find it to be one of the most exquisite, original, fucking badass, fucking horror films I've seen in many a years. Zootopia and. <laughs> <laughs> You just stole my thunder. <laughs> what does a camel with three humps? <laughs> I don't know. What do you call, call a camel? A camel with three humps. Pregnant. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. 
All right, get back to your list. Right. Hey, Ralph, <laughs> what do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, get out with it! <laughs> this is where we cue the Shakira song. Everything I won't give awesome. up. Oh, I won't <laughs> give in. Everything is awesome. <laughs> the fuck Lego movie. Oh, goddamn. The likeness um, that they got for Shakira as the gazelle is lifelike. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's perfect. Anyway, what was your number one? <laughs> <laughs> Quit oh, making yeah. fun Zootopia. of her. She feels like a failure. <laughs> meter me. Meter me. Meter me. God damn it. God, have all of us watched Zootopia? Though? Yes. yes. We all have kids. kids you, Ralph, you watch Ralph Zootopia. watches it out of nowhere. <laughs> I had nothing better to do. It's on, it's on Netflix. What the fuck am I supposed to do? He bought himself just watching it at home. It's like, fuck it. I'll just watch it again. I need to talk to Atticus about this. That should have been your number two, Ralph. <laughs> Right Give there. me a blueberry. <laughs> oh man, I've been watching Goosebumps a lot now too because that's on fucking Netflix now. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I like your hat. Oh man, that's fucking hilarious. All right, anyways, <laughs> my number one film, <clears throat> like I said, it's up there with Exorcist, uh, Rosemary's Baby. A lot of your favorite fucking horror films, I put this right next to it. Um, the film is called The Wailing. It is directed by a director called Na Hong Jin. He is a very very talented director. Uh, he has uh, two earlier films, a 2008 film called The Chaser and a 2010 film called The Yellow Sea. I equally recommend both these films. The Chaser is more of an action thriller, uh, almost in vain of Seven. The Yellow Sea is a great dramatic thriller, almost in vain of uh, Traffic and things you might see from Sodenberg. But <clears throat> in this film, The Wailing, uh, a stranger comes to live on the outskirts of this uh, town and this uh murder happens in the town and this police officer has to go investigate and this thing just opens up to a world of uh dark weird things that just start happening within the town uh they start slowly involving his daughter and and uh uh having to hire uh, an, an exorcist within the town to help his daughter and as the mysteries and theories and suspects start growing and stuff you're dealing with this awesome dark 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 film and then when you have the finale of this ending scene that takes place, you're just like, you're on edge. It's pretty much what you wanted the witch to be. The Wailing is. The Wailing is that Korean film that I think people that love a long, uh, like like The Exorcist, you know, like it has a long development and the ending's like the big payoff. And that's what this does. It just has this long police story of investigating a murder. And the ending is just like this exquisite fucking take on a, a regional way of dealing with uh, supernatural uh, elements and stuff like that. So <clears throat> it's on Netflix. If you have it, give it a shot. I know it's a two-hour movie. It's, it's actually, a, I think it clocks over a little bit over two hours. But I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sit down. Give it a chance. Uh, you might find something that's out of your typical horror film that maybe, uh, you know, you can be the person that says, hey, I, I saw this. It was quite different and neat. Oh, no, that one did pop up on my Netflix for, like, for like recommended movies, and I put that in my queue because I've heard things On oh, Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it in theaters. Uh, it was playing at uh, one of these uh, AMC art house that plays some films because actually we were one of the few cities to get it released, and I ran to see it. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, I bought it, and then a couple of months later it finally showed up on Netflix, and like I'm so happy because – 
it deserves the four or five stars it's been getting because it's like it's definitely different but man dude it's so fucking original and unique it's really like one of those films i really recommend to horror fans uh to give a shot yeah i remember you talking about that at when we saw train yeah. that you were talking about the whaling uh, that you're waiting for it to come out yeah it's been on the radar since like 2014 because the director is very meticulous and the work and time you put into screenplay and directing the cinematography the actors i mean everything in this film <clears throat> are top notch it's almost there in the realm within uh, the others and exorcist i would say i kind of put it around there but then ending is just fucking dark as shit but uh that's my number one uh it's a good list yeah thanks yeah, man. really good list. good list yeah. yeah i try to stay on the i know there's a lot more commercial stuff that we all were fans of and we all that's had. my job <laughs> <laughs> but i really wanted to hit y'all in the right direction for what i felt were like the top three things that came out for 2016 for me Sounds good. Right on. Well, I am going to put my number one as the triumphant return of Fede Alvarez, man. Don't breathe. I fucking love this movie. I don't know why. It's not scary. It is a thriller. There's parts of it that like kind of like have pop up scares, but man, it's just fucking it's intense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, no, it's it's dope, man. I love uh Stephen Lang. I love. I've loved this guy ever since the the hard way with Michael J. Fox and uh, James Woods, and that was Tombstone eighty nine or yeah. some shit. Yeah, yeah Tombstone, P- uh, Public Enemies. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean everything. Uh, Avatar, Avatar, like him being the scratch up general. I was just like, dude, this guy's such a. I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Like, everything I see him in, I always enjoy the fuck out of him. Do you hope that? He's yeah, he was able? Clayton, wasn't he? In, yeah, in Tombstone, the he's, chicken uh, shit. He's Ike. Ike Clayton. Yeah, Ike Clayton, sorry. Yeah. So are you hoping that he gets cable for Deadpool? Oh, too? dude, he'd be a Nardog cable. I mean, the fact that his hair is silver. Yeah, right, he pushes in the right <laughs> Yeah, and he's older, <laughs> and he's, he's just ripped. Intense as fuck, too. Yeah. Him playing a blind guy, these uh, Jane Levy, who I don't know a lot about her. I've only seen her in Evil Dead, but I yeah. fucking really liked her in Evil Dead. So she always gives me that fucking, uh, what's that annoying bitch? Uh, Stuart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart? Kristen. She always gives like reminds me of her, but then she pulls I out think of it. It's the facial structure. It's the robot face yeah. that she has. It might be, but then like within five minutes, I forget that, and I, I concentrate on her acting. She's fucking fun. Yeah. Um. The her and her crackhead boyfriend. Uh. Well, there's Dylan. Me. I don't know. I don't know these guys' last name, but uh, they break into this dude, this blind veteran's house for because they heard he's got a lot of stash of money, and. Dude, it just fucking plays cat and mouse so well, and the reason, just watch it. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to blow it for anybody. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it because it's fucking fun. Made for nine million, made almost 160 million. When you saw the original trailer, did you? We or initially? Oh, I was that? all about it. Gotcha. But I didn't get to see it in theater. You know, I had a kid yeah, and all this shit. Course, you yeah. know, so it was like Felt I, I waited life. till it came out. I downloaded it and then I immediately bought it on Voodoo and I bought the DVD and it's just like I, like it's like Cloverfield like it's just something that I, as a horror fan I can fucking just immerse myself in and just enjoy the shit out of. When I saw them release the trailer on Facebook and I saw it for the first time I was like why hasn't somebody had this idea before? This is genius. Yeah. This is like Hitchcocky and this is very it, it just looked like why hadn't this been done before? Like if it has been done it has been done to this level. Uh, it's just very, very low budget that you oh, haven't yeah. found it yet. And dude, but, no, but this is a story. Fede is master. It's like Rear Window in yeah. reverse, you know, yeah. but a blind guy instead of yeah. a guy that can't get out of a wheelchair. You know, great yeah, mouse. But, but the bring me, bring you into my element. You have to deal with my world now. Yeah. All that shit was. And like, my world's pretty fucked up. Oh, dude. So, <laughs> to the point where he's like, you know, here's a cell phone. He just like 
you know, marksmanship fucking yeah. fires the, the, you know, she was right at the cell phone. Being a blind guy, yeah, especially, like. But the cast, like you said, being uh, the chick from Evil Dead, it was uh, the one guy with the cornrows was the guy from It Follows, and the other yeah. guy comes out in Goosebumps. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was uh, cast with uh, opposite Jack Black. And the, I'm not sure which one, Dylan Minity or Daniel Zavallo, but. Dude, they're fucking great. They did great jobs. And, like, and, for it being such a small cast. And the guy being from It Follows fucking plays like this white trash Detroit gangster. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so fucking, like, god damn it, just watch this movie. Uh, I'll say one thing about it. Like, Fade has proven in two movies, he is so fucking masterful with the fucking camera. Yeah. Like, when they go into the house and it goes through the floorboards and it goes to every spot that they will end up running through before anything even happens, you know, it con- you know, it's... It's not like it's like, oh, intentional. Here's a hammer on the wall. Here's this corner. No, it just how he glides through it and glides. He shows you all the possibilities. Yeah. And where you see the. And then you end up in all these places. And it's like. Oh, yeah. When you see the boots uh, being left. I mean, like, you think of like, oh, yeah. So he went through the floorboards. Like, fucking uh, uh, David Fincher did that years ago in fucking Panic Panic Room. Yeah. But they end up between those floorboards and in the vents and shit. It's fucking terrific. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, highest you, marks. Are you interested that they're gonna try to do a sequel? I'd be fucking totally down because gotcha. it, you know, kind of leaves open ended. Yeah, and then I heard there's a fucked up deleted scene on the Blu-ray where it shows him at the airport. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude, he still got the scent. God damn it, I hate when I buy Blu-rays without special features. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, this one, it almost made it to my list, but I just. For me, whenever whenever movies rely on jump scares, that's when it really that's when I just lose all interest. But the thing that I really liked with this one is it really played with the entire nyctophobia, which is the uh, brain's way of giving you that uneasy fear of what is in the dark. Not it's a fear of the dark; it's what's coming. Yeah. And the fact that you get this night vision kind of you get this night vision moment where you see them fumbling around in the basement. In the yeah. basement. That I I loved that part of the movie. That was probably my favorite part because it it really worked with that. This is his world. This yeah. is what he sees. You have to fucking deal with it now. Yeah, it turns out the lights on him in a pure black cellar. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, now we're even. Yeah, Hit and the light switch. I, I love the way they filmed it too with the camera yeah. setting. It was like, yeah. Well, you know, they actually acted that out in the dark. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I always expect. Well, if you look at Jane Levy, her eyes are fucking completely dilated. Yeah, like, yeah. They're wide open. Like, where the fuck is? But it? I love the part where she's like wandering, 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 and then like just he's standing there, and what, you don't even uh-huh. notice it until she's like a foot from him. What I didn't know was present until I got the Blu-ray and I played it in the house is the five point one surround sound of that. Oh, fucking sp- oh my god! It's like it works to really? the degree because you hear that click, click, click. Like clicking around, you're like, "What the fuck is? Is that the neighbors outside? <laughs> fucking going shit around?" He like, plays in a, oh, separate wow. speakers. God, <laughs> even The Exorcist in Five Point One. Me and Christelle were like, uh, the wife were watching it, and we're like, "What the fuck are they doing outside?" It's like, oh, it's the dogs in the fucking rear right speaker. Oh, shit. That's awesome, yeah, dude. dude. Uh, definitely, definitely watch this one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the premise it's so worth it. to the end of it. Uh, there's an old Tilson and Crip episode where like, there's the blind, the. Uh, like the housing of the blind mm-hmm. and like the caretakers are like treating them shit like shit, taking away their heat, taking away, you know, their food, feeding the dog, oh, yeah. also like that. And they get the revenge by shutting off the lights, setting up a trap or a lab- labyrinth downstairs, not feeding the dog and just letting it go. Yeah. That's a classic fucking tells them the crew. Sick of the razor <laughs> fucking plywood. Yeah, like uh, the razor walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wow. It was so dope, man. It was ghost house pictures, screen gyms. Yeah. Yeah. 
love and it. like like you were saying with it being Freddie Alvarez his return it's it's a good movie it really is it's just unfortunately one we're trying to avoid doing doubles on this but <laughs> for me just the jump scares I don't I want it to have that have psychological yeah didn't have a lot of them for me it did it's just the thing the only the thing jump scare I can remember is when they find what what is actually down in the basement. The what they find of it. Well, mm-hmm. that was more of a psychological though. Yeah, but I literally that, that they was a psychological scare. Bah! You know, it, it but jumped out at you. The dog, the loud noises, the gunfire, like I don't. I, it might just be been me when I was a kid. I don't like loud noises. I don't know what it is about that, but just. I feel as though it cheapens the effect for a movie, or at least for me, and that's the only reason why I'm not even including it. Yeah. But outside of that, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It had its moment where I was just uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I bought the movie with what I have as my number one and this one. Those are probably my two that I would give top marks to. Well, thank you for shitting on my selection, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to take it. I was going to let you have it. Let's have it. some shit. <laughs> Here. Have some bullshit. It's nice and warm. There you go. Still steaming. All right, oh, let yeah. me hear yours so I can fucking rip it apart, you prick. Oh, yeah, you're number one. Yeah. My number one, Conjuring. Two. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Let me go get a picture of Valak so I could set it right in front of me. That's yeah. some fucking scary shit. I will, I, yeah. will, yeah. I will say that. That movie, some, pe- like, some people told me, oh, it's, it's too gimmicky. I see how it could be, but my only problem that I had with that particular movie was... The, what we said whenever we did the review on it, the Warrens weren't exactly a big part of this part of that investigation. Yeah, they just all they did was, oh, this is what's happening. It's fake and left. And that's really the only bad thing I have for this movie. It was creepy. It was it gave you moments of um, not really all that comfortable with what was going on. The old man was terrifying. Valak was and terrifying. Bill was awesome, dude. Yeah, the crew, um, man. The crooked man. Oh, I love the crooked Mama man. Duke. Yeah, the guy, the dude that played fucking Mama, was him. God, that was awesome. What what we say he was like seven foot something, weighed a hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty goddamn pounds. He was also yeah. like the chick. He was one of the women or moms from uh, Crimson Peak. That, that's right. That's right. He was one he of them as well. Too. This had, this yeah. movie had everything for me. If if you want to make a movie, talk to James Wan. In my personal opinion, that's the guy to go to. Him, Freddie Alvarez, just to name a couple of them that I'm that I can remember off the top of my head. I'm sure you guys have a plethora of Yeah, act, but of they directors. are they are like the top notch newer age fucking yeah. dudes. I mean, yeah. besides like foreign people are fucking killing it, man. But yeah. I think we need foreign stuff because they're the only ones that kind of don't have the remake. Uh, well, to kind of pull yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Well, that and also yet. they their version of horror is different from what we know over here in the over here in the United States. Definitely. Whatever, have yeah. you. But then I would agree with you totally on that. Pedigree. But then, like when you see things like from the Norway director do things like the autopsy of Baby Jane. I mean Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Uh, I was like, okay, you're hitting our, um, you know, mm-hmm. home, you know, homeland America, and you're doing something that's totally. Like yeah. wow! Like wow! We why haven't we done that? Yeah, it's probably just having having uh, those eyes outside of the box. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Totally. Like okay, I see what you're doing. Let me took my spin on it. Well, like, to they talk do to it simplistically. Yeah. You know, there's well, no well, crossing yeah. the streams like the tapes fall out and it crosses. Oh, let's play them together. Yeah, that was yeah. A bit goofy. But, yeah, but, but no, the thing so I, I gotta give huge, huge fucking thanks for James Wan is that you realize you're watching the Warrens, but his unique way of using 
the families is mm-hmm. what his real magic mm-hmm. is. He yeah, they're almost a backstory. He, yeah. he gives you that fucking that that you know Reagan you know to give a shit about. Yeah, you know you see that family household that you are kind of hoping that yeah, hopefully they figure out how to beat this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even though the country too did wager a lot on uh, one of the Warrens' deaths, you yeah. know, as being a big prime thing for. Yeah. The case. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I mean, we, we, there's an awesome, unique balance that Juan brought to the uh, the Conjuring Two to really bring it up to that level of like, wow. Uh, when I didn't think you could, you know, get catch lightning in a bottle again, here you mm-hmm. go. You went and did it. It felt again. like a horror action movie, at a lot of parts. Yeah, and I, I think that problems. played to why I really like that one too. Oh, I, I love the documentary feel of it because when you do that one scene where it's just all on um, Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. And it goes blurry on her, and you see uh, the little girl's character kind of yeah. blur out to the old man, and mm-hmm. they're doing that awesome, <laughs> like Nate's favorite uh, Patrick Wilson moment. <laughs> that curved lip. <laughs> My goodness! Oh man, he could be your night owl. That's all I, I think he has been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he'll be your ocean master. Uh, what, uh, he got fat for that role, by the way. Oh shit. Yeah, because he couldn't fit in the suit. Bullshit, really. He gained like 38 pounds of, like, chunk. Wow. That's why his face is all... <laughs> in the mask. Oh, God, and then you have to lay down next to that one So you shirt. play Fat Elvis Yikes. then. Yeah, you can play Fat Elvis. <laughs> what? Uh, he was... He was also in the... Are you looking forward too? to a Conjuring 3? Yeah, that should be um, in the cards. The kettle? Like, the kettle? I the mean, kettle. after Juan does so. the Aquaman film yeah. for this... Well, I thought he, he was saying... He, it. he said that he might not have time to do it. And that's a big... A big emphasis on might not have time yeah because he said he didn't have time to do part two but yeah he ended up making it he knocked out hey dude when you make as much money as these movies are fucking making yeah on small budgets it's just not like furious seven where you got fucking a hundred million dollar budget and you make 600 million he's making like 400 million off like nothing that's what i'm I'm curious to see like he made a majority of fast five uh, money off Mm -hmm. of banking off of paul Mm -hmm. Walker's death yeah He's now gambling on DC. I'm curious to see if that's going to be... I'm, he's hey, finally going to bust. Jason Momoa looks dope. Yeah, Jason, he has Momoa it. as Aquaman, and he, he has Patrick Wilson in the movie, too. But I got to say one thing. It's Aquaman. Yeah. Fuck, it's Green Lantern. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's like, yeah, it's Green Lantern that's under, really underwater. Where, it's like, fuck. That yeah, reminds me wrong. of the Family Guy episode where he's like, hey, you, quit quit doing that. I'll come up there. <laughs> he's stuck in the water. Have you seen the video of a Momoa throwing the axe and drinking a beer yeah dude oh, that's yeah. aquaman but oh yeah he's still he aquaman that, that's, oh, that's 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 the kind of aquaman you're gonna get right. is superman on was which... superman man of steel wasn't he man of steel oh yeah he was man of steel and man of steel sucked dick yeah that's yeah. that's a different take that's something else different yeah it's gonna be underwater <laughs> fucking shit i'm sorry that's the only thing i'm saying is like i i see the dealer could bust uh, well, are you done with your? Contract? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm okay. done. That like we we started talking about James Wan Aquaman. doing Aquaman, and oh, we got to this point. Sorry, listeners, we're so, a horror podcast. All right, I'm hitting up my my number one uh, director by Mike Flanagan. Uh, it's called Hush. Nice. Kind of a low, like kind of like a low budget film. You didn't really know it came out, and it's funny because you had Don't Breathe come out, and Hush is kind of another take of taking away one of the senses. Yeah. Instead of your sight, you're losing your hearing, and. Uh, that's pretty creepy. Just yeah. the overall setup and, you know, a deaf woman riding a book in the woods uh, out there alone in the cabin. She's got a friend that's like, what, two miles away? Yep. Uh, so she's pretty much alone by herself. And you just have this insane serial killer out there. And he's just toying with her. 
And it builds up because he doesn't know that she's deaf. But when he starts to put pieces together, you kind of see him thinking and how he's putting, you know, his kind of game plan. He's changing his game plan and put it together to, to terrorize this woman, to, to have fun and terrorize this chick. And uh, it's just so well done. The jump scares are not, you know, there's not really any jump scares there because it plays on the impending doom. But one of the thing, one of the scenes that got that gets me because no other movie has really done this is that uh, one of the white knight heroes comes into to her rescue, and he's injured severely, and he's fighting with the killer, and he's oh he's stronger than the killer, he's you know faster, he's gravely overpowering him, but because he's so injured, he's losing blood, and he kind of die bleeds out and dies out before he can actually finish the job and take out the killer, yeah. which hasn't been done. No. That's never been done in a in a slash or any kind of a horror movie. Yeah, like nobody ever really gets like the true upper no. hand on Freddy or Michael, you know? No. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Leatherface. Oh, like with those two little mini chainsaws? We had the two little mini chainsaws. Bring uh, it all down! <laughs> down to hell! <laughs> but it's supposed to the fact that the, that the killer has to wait this guy out to yeah. survive. Yeah. And, even, even, and even after the, the, the guy dies, he's still like choked up and he's still... Injured because, you know, this guy's a puny piece of shit. Freddie got macked on by his daughter pretty hard, and Freddie's dead, though. He did. Yeah, he got, broke his fingers backwards. He did. <laughs> but, uh, oh, kids. <laughs> but but overall, it's just an amazing film. Just It's so well done. And uh, I found out about Jeff told me, he sent me a text, watch Hush. I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, that looks cheesy as fuck. Yep. Right, the mask. The mask, yeah, yeah, the, well, the, the mask well, the, is well, the picture on Netflix forever. is just the chick, and in the back when you see the blurry mask, I'm like, yeah. man, what's this, a scream ripoff? Yeah. Put it on the queue, went to watch something else. Oh. Came back to it a few days later, watched it, like, okay. I'm so glad you put this on your list, Aaron, <laughs> because I fucking power watched it right before I got here. Because yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know about Blair Witch. Uh, I, You know, I, I this has got great reviews. Mm-hmm. It's got... F- I think four and a half stars on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. And it's been sitting in my queue for fucking like a year. So I'm like, I, I think I talked to you and I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to watch hush. And you're like, do it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I got an hour and 20 minutes before <laughs> the podcast. And the movie's exactly an hour and 20 minutes. So yeah, I banged it out right before yeah, I got here. And then you said, um, you were going to add it. And I was like, fuck great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But hush uh, is amazing. one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he comes up to this plate glass window and she's, you know, sitting on the floor and with a flashlight and she wrote in lipstick, if you leave, I won't speak of this. I won't mm-hmm. tell anybody, you know, I haven't seen your face and my boyfriend's on his way. And he and he looks at her through the mask <laughs> and he takes it off. He's like, can you read lips? And she's like, yeah. He's like, now you've seen my face. I can come in at any time and you don't have a boyfriend. I'll see you later. And just like walks off as like. Fuck, yeah. that's cold-blooded. Awesome. Well, I like how like he keeps teasing her with the phone. Yeah. With, the, with, with her friend's cell phone. He's like teasing her with it. And she's like banging on the door. like, And he's just like looking at her like, what the fuck? Do you not hear this? And he <laughs> takes her. He kills her and takes her out. Oh, it's such good. That's yeah, awesome. It's a fucking dope movie. So I good. love the uh, towards the ending when you uh, she sees herself and she's talking to herself and she runs through all the woulda, coulda, shoulda, the what if situations. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that because it's like. Yeah, why didn't she just do that? And she's like, well, let's see what happens if she should just do that. And you see the aftermath and all that stuff. And then it just rewinds and Groundhog Days back to the mm-hmm. situation to make another choice. And seeing John Gallagher, I think that's the reason I came across it. I was like, I saw a pop on Netflix. I was like, eh, like you said, the posters didn't really sell me. I saw the stars. I was like, eh, still not sure. And I saw that the 10 Cloverfield lane was just so great. Uh, and that one actor was really interesting. I saw Belco Experiment and I saw Hush. I was like, whoa, fuck, Hush is on Netflix. Let's give this a shot. 
And lo and behold, it was a uh, man. I'm sorry, writing, yeah. directing, cinematography, sound. I mean, that's what I love about sound. <laughs> uh, no, like it don't was. don't <laughs> breathe and 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 hush. Just had a great sound design and use of mm-hmm. soundtrack and all kinds of shit. Because I was like, wow, that's that's where I felt like most of the jump scares really came from. It was like you're dealing with these handicaps. So it creates this use of sound extra to, sense to be almost. like to be a, a new kind of scare factor yeah. in, in some sorts. Well, you know, like whenever it's her point of view, there's like muffled, like it's either silence or it's muffled sound. Yeah. So that like when she's burning her food and stuff, yeah. and that, that loud ass alarm's going <laughs> off. Like, Fuck! I know her friend's like, what's with the fire alarm from hell? You know, uh, doing hand signals. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, the vibration, I can feel it. And then it's so. like there's a light that, that she's supposed to see. That yeah. strobe. Like, <laughs> strobe light. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's fucking great. Ralph, there you go. Netflix, Netflix, that one. Right, That's a good. fucking great movie. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> At the Netflix store. At the Netflix store. So real quick, because uh, we're, what are we doing? About an hour 15. Let's uh, run through what we're looking forward to in two. Th- well, let's do a, a shitty room. Well, do we have any like honorable mentions you want to bring up? Or yeah, <laughs> I'll do. I'll do two. Okay, do two. Yeah, got do two. two. Okay, go. I'm going to say Rob Zombie's 31. It was okay. It was be- no 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Stay thirsty, my friend. Now sit back, and I will <laughs> tell you why. Uh, look, uh, being a, a non-Rob Zombie fan, I don't like any of his work. I don't like Devil's Rejects. I don't give a fuck about any of his work. I despise most of it. This movie kind of. Me and Jeff went and saw it um, the one day that it was in theaters. Yep. It started almost two hours late. Yep. Was on that, a the, school like, night. Was that like, like was that the, the live? Uh, Every time I go to fucking AMC, zombie? the live Q and A. The live Q and A, yeah. Every time I go to AMC, something happens. Ralph can attest this. Yep. Every goddamn time <laughs> I go to fucking Man of Steel, the fucking fire alarm gets pulled. They can't figure out how to turn the fire alarm off, so they kick us all out. It's like a shitty movie alarm. Oh, oh, there's been multiple man, but multiple. There was times. that, and there was so, also one time they did, I think they decided to like switch out the generator like mid, like in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, and shut off all the screens, and they're like, "Oh, if you wait about forty five minutes, we'll get it back up." No, fuck you, give me my money back, dude. Yeah, and then me and Jeff went. <laughs> here's the cool part. Uh, me and Jeff went, and they started two hours later, and after the film, I walked up with my my collared shirt on and was like, Hey, get free ticket. And then I walked right outside, took the collared shirt off, walked back in and got another free ticket. Yep. So I'm like, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, here's my plea for 31. It's different than you would think from a Rob zombie movie. The guy, the main character Doomhead, is fucking exquisite in this movie. Granted Rob zombie strings him along too long. And he talks his way out of finishing the kill at the end of the movie because, Oh, I've got a, be a big blabbermouth instead of just killing you. Yep. But he was fucking hardcore, and I plead his case to be a withered Joker. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, 100%. Do you like this movie because of Doomhead? I don't like the movie. Okay. It was okay. Is this movie okay because of Doomhead only? Yes. Because that's the only, that's the thing I keep hearing is that people only like this or tolerate this movie because yeah, of Doomhead. I would say that would that that was the yeah. surprise because that's I saw this guy in Halloween too. He was the ambulance driver. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that's like you ever fuck a corpse and it's like fucking shut up. In this movie, he this dude can act. Yeah. So, Woody dialogue uh, from Rob Zombie. Yeah. He he did the Doom movie too with uh, the Rock. Rock? He was like always oh, talking about fucking like little yeah, uh, trannies and all kinds of yeah, shit. Wasn't he the guy in the wheelchair or something? Maybe or the guy has an no. odd and life. Dude, he was just like one of the SWAT team guys that came out of the rock. Oh, he was just like okay, really okay. fucking yeah. sick and demented. And the priest guy that was all religious yeah. and, and with the rock is the guy who plays the priest in the Exorcist TV series. 
Oh shit! Oh yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, who actually ended up in Rogue One also? Yeah, he's the pilot. Bastard. I love that. Uh, no, I'm not going to give this movie like, hey, go out and look, watch it. But if you can like find a YouTube video with just the Doomhead scenes, I I highly suggest watching because the yeah, guy can. The little yeah, man Adolf's talking in Spanish. Yeah, it was, it was stupid. It was stupid. It was a stupid movie. Even and it was, it was completely poorly shot. Like, this movie is dog shit. Oh, dude. But the, there's the not, actor who plays Doomhead just every time he's on screen. There's not one single establishing shot. Everything's so fucking close. Well, dude, there's that scene where they escape and they're in, like, the boiler room. Mm-hmm. And literally... It's like 15 minutes of them just against a flat wall. Like you could have shot in your living room and Dude, put a purple light on them. And that it was horrible. Well, the Chainsaw Brothers shit. That was like everything was just so tight. You never get a true sense of like a set or scenery or, you know, establishing location. If anything, watch the first monologue of this movie. Yeah. That sets the tone. <laughs> that that's, that, that felt, was worth it. That felt like Tarantino shit. Yeah, that was dope. How the guy walked in and was just talking shit to oh, this yeah. priest. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to apologize in advance. I didn't sharpen this axe at all. <laughs> that was like the like, Gimp's Day oh, Off on dude. fucking from Pulp Fiction yeah. or some shit. You know? <laughs> Here's in the background. No, but uh, I'm I, I'm not going to watch this movie ever again, but that was a surprise that there was something in a Rob Zombie movie that I was actually intrigued by. And it was just by because the actor did it well. Okay. So there's my... What's, that, your, what's your other... Ouija 2. Origin of Evil. Yeah, it was a good movie. I, you know, there's shit that I don't like, but whatever. Actually, oh, dude, the director of Hush did Ouija Board Two. Did it really? Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah, he's one he did. Dude, that that that's really. He did a he did a Oculus, the one with like the chick eating the Oculus Bible. wasn't bad. And then he did a Ouija Origin of Evil. Dude, Ouija Ouija was good. Um, Oculus, I I don't know. Like I don't I don't know. He, I, he directed I, it, but he had so many horror producers on it that you could tell that it wasn't like his style i mean i so, i understand it was built from around his short film and then mm-hmm. he created a feature film around it and i just don't i don't know if i'm just not using the right drugs when i watch it or something like that <laughs> <laughs> but i i don't find true enjoyment of it but i okay. found ouija board uh the ouija uh origin of evil it's it's right there with conjuring it they good. They, they established the family so well mm-hmm. that once you get sucked into the evil shit even the fucking john lucas kid where the fuck the kid from et doesn't really ruin the film Okay. It it has Sean legs. Patrick Flannery, I believe. But no, I Sean, keep that's, getting... that's Boondock Saints. <laughs> I think Sean Patrick Flannery's Boondock Saints. So, oh, maybe that's why I get it confused because the they were both in Suicide Kings together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Suicide Kings because yeah. we're walking here, right? Yeah, who's the kid from ET? Is it John Lucas? No, 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 no. no, no. Hang on, kid. I got it. I got it real quick. This is me. This is me. Uh, Come on, fucking thing, internet! Me and Aaron are quick, 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 quick. Henry voice. Thomas, bitch! It's, it's, like, it's like it's like a Google search off right now. Yeah, he was right? in Psycho Four. And it's coming around the corner. He's like, "Have nothing to Google." You know, you got this director and ET. He's coming Henry and Jeff is now. Henry he's got the answer. Thomas. Henry Thomas. I said that. Okay. He came on Gangs thirty of, seconds ago. We've established. He was uh, the jealous guy in Gangs in New York. The one at Charlize. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I met mean, Charlize around uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. He's all pissed off. Leo's gonna take her from me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably had syphilis of the cack. Yeah. <laughs> the only girl that was nice to me. I got high cholesterol because I eat all this raw meat. The butcher's meat me. Sorry. Aaron, hey, you're hey, loose. Okay. <laughs> uh, Always keep an eye out. I, I, I started watching The floor, the, the Force because it had uh, Natalie Strange Tits in there from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, I got ten minutes in and then turned it off. It sucked. Yeah, is, that, it is that her name? No, it's Strange Dormir. Six. Natalie Dormir. But but dude, have you? Well, when she got topless in Game of Thrones, it's like one was higher than the other one, and one was pointed left, the other one was pointed up. Oh, inverted nipples. Yeah. I've heard of it. It was like cross-eyed chameleon nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Just be thankful it was real breasts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's these. Day yeah, and age. they were real. They're lopsided because they're real. <laughs> it looked like crazy. You need eyes. to get a boob job. <laughs> it looked like Steve Buscemi crazy eyes. Oh yeah. no. But this all takes place in that <laughs> Japan suicide yeah, forest. It's, it's neat. If you've seen the movie Versus, it's like that same forest area yeah. that was in that movie. But it's weird because she's looking for a twin. So this is yeah. your okay list, right? Yeah. Honorable yeah. mention. Honorable mention. You didn't then, finish it. I didn't finish no, that, it. No, I was just saying. I, I was, <laughs> I didn't I was finish making it. sure this way he's going for. What's uh, the first time man's winning the bed? But uh, but oh. also, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer. Great, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it looked amazing. <laughs> Could have been good. Uh, I saw the boy with Maggie from uh, uh, Walking Dead yeah. with the little puppet boy. Pretty creepy. Uh, not great. God, my hand's not. That is on my hand's fucking, not long enough. That's, that's on my fucking. I didn't, I didn't say it was great. That's on my fucking terrible list. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only watched so many that came out this year, so I'm like trying to yeah. throw some out there. Hey, watching Maggie walk around for an hour and a half and is booty worth shorts, right? Yeah, it's like, fuck, so fucking there you go. cute. God, she's that, gorgeous. I yeah, hope she's she not. does. Good things. That's the only reason I watched the movie is because she was in it. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you seen, uh, was it the Van Wilder Taj, Rise of Taj movie? She gets topless in that one. Oh, really? What? Yes. Uh, it's going on my cue. <laughs> 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 Boob Wash 2017. Um, yeah, she does get topless in there. For like what's a, her real name? <laughs> Laura Cohen. Lori Cohen. Lo- Laura Cohen. Laura. Nudography. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> All right, Ralphus, you got some uh, honorable mentions? Things you like to honorably Was there mention? anything else? No. no. <laughs> Don't breathe. Zootopia and Conjuring. That's where I dropped the line. <laughs> I can't believe we actually raked in by about three to five minutes of fucking Zootopia quotes. That's Did anybody see Lights Out? Or they, I thought someone would throw that on their list. I, I, I didn't throw it on my list. It. I couldn't even call it an honorable mention, but it was good. I mean, it was, okay. a, it was, a fu- it was like... Dan Trachtenberg did a great job with 10 Cloverfield Lane. This guy just barely missed the mark of really making a good original film, but Lights Out is a good original film. I recommend it to, like, you know, go catch. Okay. Um, on my honorable mentions, um, I think it's also on Netflix, uh, The Invitation. That one is. I saw that one the other night. The Invitation plays, like, a regular run-of-the-mill drama, but then it turns darker and becomes a thriller, and it plays with the cult situations. Well, until the end. And until the, yeah, end, until the it's, end, it's just, it's what I would consider to be exquisite storytelling. Yeah. I very, mean, very all, slow. I would say very slow oh, until the. But like I said, it's, it's totally a drama. Like, uh, it's basically a guy who's trying to make uh, good with his ex wife and his and her new uh, husband. And his and, new chick. And it's just, it's just gross. I mean, uh, I've, I've been a big fan of what Alamo, Alamo Draft House has kind of been backing lately. And this one caught me off guard. It was uh, something I didn't expect to be great. And. Man, lo and behold, it was really good. It has a guy uh, from the... He comes out in Devil and Prometheus. A really good actor. Oh, yeah. He was the mechanic in Devil. Yeah. He was in the... Yeah. He was the mechanic. He's the one that, like, lives. Well, I I thought this guy was, like, Tom Hardy's, like, little brother. Yeah, he does. With the beard, and he looks just like Tom Hardy. Oh, wow. What? (laughs) And then... uh, (laughs) Oh, you found found, found the Laura Cohen? And then... uh, (laughs) I guess... I don't know. To go fun, I guess. Uh, the Shallows. I think that's probably one of the best uh, shark films I've seen in a long time. I like watching these kind of fucking things. Uh, yeah, the... Man, I mean, Ryan Reynolds' wife really... Blake Lively just knocks it out of the park. It's a really, really good... 
shark movie. I mean, for seeing every fucking shark film. Oh, where ever... she's like on the rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, I did. On the rock. And then I think she ends up on a buoy as well at yeah. one point. Yeah. I mean, okay. for seeing. I was every... in and out on that movie. <laughs> Watching every run in the middle of these kind of shark movies, I was really blown away by how it was filmed. Mm-hmm. They handled it, the sound design, her acting, the special effects. I mean, everything was really on par, making this a really, really good thriller horror film. Uh, very suspenseful. Yeah. But uh, those are my two uh, animal recommendations. Top fucking terrible. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, I think that was one yeah. of them for me easily. Yeah. Uh, I think that and uh, The Darkness with Kevin Bacon. It's the director who did Wolf Creek. I, I was expecting it to be really good. And it was like, oh, maybe it's kind of like Stir of Echoes for like 2016. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon just made this fucking weird-ass film. It has uh, the kid who plays um, – not Michael Keaton. Um, fuck. <laughs> Bruce, who plays Bruce Wayne in Gotham. It's oh. him, and he's autistic. And he goes into a cave, and he touches some ancient Indian relics. And now he brings oh, a darkness yeah, yeah, yeah. into his household. Okay. Yeah, and basically, Kevin Bacon has to like fight against his evil – poltergeist to indian darkness to kind of save his family mm-hmm. and it was really not good i mean i, I, they, I yeah, <laughs> they really tried to tap into the to the poltergeist vein on yeah that i mean this shit was kind of par with the indian story with the god damn it, it was a fucking rick grimes wife from fucking walking dead she came out in this indian film called the other side of the door yeah. <laughs> and that was another one where i was just like watching and i was like damn dude this is just almost not good but it's really horrible you know it's like <laughs> it, it just wasn't really my cup of tea and uh a lot of these family films that came out like uh the darkness the other side of the door uh before i wake uh just missed that mark of being really good decent horror films for me that's a that was fucking terrible for me it was like those hour and 20, 30 minutes that you wish you could get fucking back. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, well, the boy. <laughs> so sorry, Aaron. Like I said, if you want to see the. Um, he mentioned it. It wasn't dead yeah. chick looking it, hot. It, it wasn't super great. honorable. Um, it wasn't super honorable. Just I tried four times to watch this fucking movie and I cannot get into it. It follows. The witch. I fucking cannot stand this fucking movie. That was on my list of terrible. I can't do it. Like, everybody's like, oh, you just got to wait. Look, the first five minutes, they sacrifice a baby. Being a new dad, that made me very upset. Dude, they made, like, table-side avocado with that baby. Very upset. <laughs> it was salsa. Very that bad. was straight-up salsa. She fucking straight-up, like, <clears throat> bathes herself in it, and then fucking, like, do-do, the witch. And then everybody's speaking, like, a weird Yiddish fucking language I 17th can't century they're, fucking they're, English they're pilgrims like everything has a V in it it's just like goddamn Pennsylvania fucking Amish people <laughs> <laughs> like I can't do it yeah, can't do it so there's my two fucking absolute I wouldn't watch again ever bother Aaron, you got some fucking terrible. So you didn't, you didn't the witch. Them. You didn't finish the witch. <laughs> no, dude, I can't understand it. I had the volume on full fucking blast, and I'm like, "What are these? They're speaking English, and I need subtitles." So you didn't see the exorcism of the little boy. What do you do? Oh, the kids fucking. I got about forty-five minutes into it. Yeah, I saw that part. All right. I got where they called the see, older daughter a witch. Do you see this? Do you see when the goat stands up and takes human form? No, and opens the book. Didn't you, bother. Oh man. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. If you don't fucking grab my interest in an hour, you failed to do <laughs> well, the it's like, job. It's like I don't run to go watch The Village again, but, you know, it's like. But The Village grabs my attention. Yeah, because they're speaking like modern no, English. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Because they're speaking English. No, because 
I I can understand them, A, but, yeah. <laughs> but and there's no subtitles. It's uh there's a bigger cast. There's a mystery right into it. Yeah. You know, the kids stand against the wall, oh, oh, you hear crunching and you fucking bolts, and yeah. then you unfold the story. The problem with the village was the ending wasn't good reveal. Well, it's in my Shyamalan. Yeah. And Shyamalan. But the, I like signs, and I don't really. I like Six, Six Sense. Sense was pretty good. Six Sense. But. Unbreakable. It, it, Unbreakable. It's like the editor forgot how to twist. Yeah. Because they show you the twist, and then they try to play it into the twist. And it's like, no, they should have jumped the fence, and then the road came up. Mm-hmm. And, oh, fuck this. You know, but instead they showed that the outfit was in the closet first, and there's no real mystery. And then they bring it back at the end. And yeah, there was, there was an easy fucking way to fix that film. Very easy. It like, just had to be like, take that fucking reveal out. Let Adrian Brody chase him, fall into the hole. And then the reveal is Adrian Brody's in a costume. Yeah. And then you go to the parents' closet, and they all have this yeah. wardrobe. Oh, that's how you do the reveal. You have heard that, and then when she hands the cloth of the medicine, have the doctor, uh, have the the dad look at the fucking bottle, and it's like modern fucking writing on the bottom. Exactly. That would have been just like, or just a what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it would have been like, what the fuck? It was genius. Or just have a prescription. They, they, the storyline yeah. was genius. The editing fucked it up. So, I don't even know where I was going with that. The witch. <laughs> We're talking about, We're talking about the, the witch. witch. The witch. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, if you want, if you understand Yiddish, have at it. Black I mean, Phillip. Look, there you go. Yeah, the witch is on my terror. I, I bought it because it was I think it was like eight dollars at Target, mm-hmm. and I and uh, I wanted to see because everyone else was talking about it, and I like the atmosphere. I like the cinematography. I like the setup. That's it. Maybe it didn't help that I watched an That's American it. Haunting before it, because I was just like, oh, like yeah. <laughs> Since yeah. he's basic, that, that, that could yeah. be that could probably be it too. I, it just yeah. took me out of that era. I was just like, get me the fuck into the yeah. future. It, it, it was it was a slow build, and it became too slow. Yeah, it became too slow. It just it never picked on. up. So there you go. All right, let's let's jump into our 2017. Let's go into uh, upcoming movies Quick that hit. you're looking high expectations for. I want to see the, <laughs> I want to see the last Resident Evil. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to. I'm ready to put the uh, you know punctuation at the end of the series. This is her last time. Yeah. Yep. And after after the ending of the extinction, where it shows like the you know the DC just being overrun with that big ass fucking Trump wall and stuff like that, I was like, I'm really looking forward to that. It looks fucking dope. I don't know where they're gonna take off from that, but well, one for me, fucking high expectation is a cure for wellness. Oh yeah. Uh, Gore Verbinski, uh, American German psychological thriller by Gore Verbinski. They have a trailer up. I love a sane asylum shit, so I'm really hoping this movie holds together. Uh, I'm like one of the few people actually like I love and I own fucking Shutter Island. It's I love my, it too. I have one of my favorite fucking films. Mm-hmm. It came out of uh, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. And when I fucking saw it, I was like, what? The, like, why do we have? <laughs> it's like when you watch uh, Inception, you're like, why? Why? It's like somebody allowed somebody good. They, they, they let something good get made. <laughs> you just had an aneurysm. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm, a, good. I'm amazed. And then when I saw a Cure for Wellness, I was like, oh, this looks beautiful. Like when you see uh, Tarsem's uh, uh, trailer for like The Cell with Jennifer Lopez and Vince Gorgeous Vaughn, movie. He's like, you don't expect these things to come out of big budget fucking studios. Mm-hmm. And Cure for Wellness looks like right up there with Bioshock and all that dark fucking shit that we just love and enjoy to sit down and just you know just immerse uh-huh. ourselves in. Hey, it, uncomfortable contraptions, insane people, I'm fucking in. Yeah, there's probably a ton of things that I could mention for 2017, but for some reason I just reached for like you know the the popcorn burner. I went for my high expectations, interest, and then who gives a shit? Totally, dude. So 
You got any high expectations, guys? Uh, well, yeah. uh, in all honesty, like the only thing that I'm really kind of looking forward to is Alien Covenant, but nice. with Ridley yeah. Scott because yeah. everyone shits on Prometheus. But I, thought, I thought it was really good. Like everybody yeah. else I've ever talked to, like you guys, we love no it. problem. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else is like, <laughs> we love it. This movie, it's not an alien movie. It wasn't alien. It, it was, was Prometheus. Prometheus. We part love of it. A fucking universe. Yeah. Guys. It's, it's called your building. Building. It's world bridge. building, motherfuckers. But I'm sorry, <laughs> a- Alien Covenant. The trailer when it dropped, yeah. it looked like shit. Yeah, it, it really did. Fucking trailer. Still, trailer looks like fucking utter shit. Like I can't believe Ridley Good. Scott's tied to it. Good. Mm-hmm. You see, like a shitty trailer usually means the movie's I halfway ho- I'm, decent. I'm, my well, because they're hiding more stuff that I, I hope so. I'm, yeah. for. I'm sorry. He looked like he stepped on an alien turd, and like you see the spore go into fucking cyborg android fucking David's ear, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And they really just played every little slasher moment from every aliens film. Like here's another shower scene with an alien. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I honestly think that was the problem with Prometheus's trailer because if you're married, it had that. And like yeah. it was like fuck this movie's a dance. Like yeah. just by the trailer, you your head was about to explode. Mm. And then you get into it, and it's this beautiful sci-fi so, journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, yeah. so people were like, fuck, where's the where's the <laughs> screaming shit? Like, where's on, man? Where's our fucking action? And and I hope it's not. I hope it's not like that. Yeah, I really hope it's not. But I want to. I want to see it. I really yeah. do. Because you, you got to remember, like Cameron directed Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Scott mm-hmm. kind of just. Alien. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I know, but it's it's still up there for me. I I wanted to say Annabelle too. Oh yeah, but the problem is, it's the same director that did Lights Out. Granted, the same guy. Oh, really, it's the same director, and it's the same guy that made the shorts. Oh wow, uh, David Sandberg. Yeah, yeah. He made. He's he runs the YouTube channel Pony Smasher, and he did all the shorts of Lights Out. Um, there's one where the girl. She's in this hallway, and as she tries to walk toward the hallway, the hallway pulls away from her. And she just tries to keep running and running and running. She hears something behind her chasing her, and every time she tries to run faster, that hallway gets further and further away from her. There's that one. There's cool another shorts, one where not great yeah, movies. He's okay. known for literally no-budget shorts. Yeah. Like, my favorite one that he's made, you could ask Sammy. Me and her watched all of these in one sitting. Um, she's in like an evidence locker kind of looking shed and she's like putting something up and she has she has the keys to all of them and she sees this bed sheet moving around kind of like oh, yeah. kind of like the little kid with the ghost you know but the holes aren't cut out all it is is a bed sheet moving still light bulbs unscrew and the light bulbs start to unscrew and she gets freaked out and locks herself in one of the one of the evidence lockers and it's bumping up against the door trying to get in and she ends up like grabbing the sheet and pulling it to see what's bu- what's under that sheet and there's nothing dope and she drops the sheet inside and she the dro- fucking cabinet she yeah. drops the sheet behind her and i think she ends up somehow so, she can't get out because i think she locks she locks it in. in the inside and whenever and she's trying to figure out how to get out and the bed sheet rises behind her yeah, yeah. and then like, you start seeing this the, the light, mm, last light bulb starting to screw and you're like fuck yeah. like <laughs> he's known for all of that but nice with how well lights out got for a reception it got it got mediocre it scores. 75 yeah almost an 80 there's, um, there's nothing wrong with lights out that's what that's mm. the big problem with lights out is like there wasn't really anything wrong with it i mean it's better than annabelle one i still yeah. want to see it yeah i mean i no, fell asleep through it once and uh, i'm gonna and return the the trailer it showed from what i remember i think whenever they revealed the trailer they had nothing shot yet yeah it's just like a teaser 
I so, said, like, those are really my top two. And obviously, then I, you had the mummy got that got announced, yes, with Alex, oh, Alex yeah. Kurtzman. I forgot about that, Tom um, Cruise. Tom Cruise, you have it, which comes out in September. Wait, wait, these are just high expectations. These, <laughs> these are all of my expectations. I'm kind of yeah, interested in it. I'm very yeah. interested in it. So, it definitely, it, it. I forgot that the uh, director who did the taking of Deborah Logan, uh, he has in October of 2017, he has uh, Insidious 4 coming yeah. out. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, you watch part three. Yeah, I didn't like that. I know for me, uh, what? You didn't, you didn't like, the, like it? That ending, dude. I was like, I don't know, she was that, swallowing the head. Good. That movie has a That was the only part where heart. I was like, fuck. No, like, fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I think that's no, that, that, the taking of Deborah Loka has a little special special place in my heart <laughs> because of what Sammy did. <laughs> did she know the person? No, 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 no. It's it's a story that you okay. can listen to on one of the For other For another episodes. time. Yeah, I'll tell you whenever we end the episode. I don't want right. to retell the same story all uh, over again. Earn? I'm going to say God Particle. She's yeah, I want right. to see okay. the third part of this whole Cloverfield, Cloverfield aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm deeply invested in that. And also, just because I like the last one, Cult of Chucky. Oh, yeah. I, I thought Curse that. was really good. I forgot and, that's uh, even, even happening. Yeah, it's 2017. Yeah. And, uh, what? You, you take a list. It's on my dog shit list. It is? <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a trailer for it yet. I know, but the last one was so fucking <laughs> terrible. I was just like, It was oh. good. No, I, dude, Chucky looked badass. Yeah. I'll tell you that. But uh, ever since Seed of Chucky, Seed was yeah, Seed was terrible. No, but the curse, the last one with the the lesbian, the chick who was in the, the wheelchair, wheelchair the whole time, oh, wheelchair shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh. never. I, I like the reveal fan. in the attic because we don't know if it's a remake or if it's a sequel. But that's the thing. yeah, and that's you, true. You get your answer in that uh, the the attic seals. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. That's like saying you like the uh, the little snippet at the end of fucking you know like the Hulk. It might go somewhere. Nah. <laughs> and I didn't like the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, no, way did. Edward Norton like was like, oh fuck this shit, I'm out of here. And then uh, there's a kick, there's a Kickstarter movie that's coming out called Shallow Water. That's a creature feature. Oh, cool. So careful of those Kickstarters, Aaron. You already did it with Muck. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> gotta remind you. Just remind you for. Let for, me open that wound and pour some salt. Uh, real no, quick. I'm, just, I'm just trying to refresh. <laughs> at, at, at least this, this this guy's at least keeping his promises on everything. That's right. He's That's keeping good. his updates and keeping his promises. He's not pulling uh, He's not a muck. He's not pulling a muck. Or no, the worst one is a uh, uh, the dude who did the legendary creatures, the legendary monsters Kickstarter, the, the game for that. It's been three years. Damn. Nothing. Whew. His last update was September of 2015. <laughs> Mm. He's <laughs> he's gone. I'm gonna find him. Um. All right. Uh. Interest. <laughs> what interest? That was high expectations. What am I interested in? <laughs> Besides cunnilingus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> um. I don't know if it's really horror realm, but um, uh, I'm really glad that the FX already greenlit uh, Why the Last Men. Uh, Brian. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn's already deep into uh, writing a script for it um, next to Walking Dead and Preacher I think Why the Last Man is probably one of my favorite comic book series ever uh, seeing that produced into a fucking TV show I, I really can't wait uh, that's pretty much it man I mean I, I'm, I'm always welcome to like, like the cure of wellness a lot of these uh, things kind of skip my fucking radar but yeah I'm glad you know I've got a few okay go for it alright interest uh what I'm really looking forward to is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope, you know, that movie's so classic. I hope they can 
update it without well did you see the still of him actually in costume like outside outside, it's not filtered and everything i saw the one where he's well yeah i saw that one but i saw the other one where he's like leaning in in a pipe pipe. yeah Yeah. he looks creepy as fuck i mean i just all i see is the villain from the incredibles that's all I see. It's when I see syndrome. It. It's really true. <laughs> he looks just like fucking syndrome. I was just you like, caught oh. me monologuing. Dude, yeah, that it, it does. I, I'm. I didn't like the outfit at first. Let's just see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't fucking defend this shit. I'm looking especially forward to Friday the Thirteenth, the game and the movie. Yeah, really, because because you were Stop. shitting on the game for a while. I was. I was poo pooing it, but after watching, did the, you play the beta? The newest no, beta? I didn't get to play it. But watching people play it, dude, that looks fucking fun. That looks fun. I mean, beta it, has some issues. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, it's a beta. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what it, it's made for. If you played Evolve, well, the alpha should look like that, not the beta. I saw where you know Jason was Being like honest. two feet, yeah, to the left of the person to grab with his left hand. They're like dangling in the air over yonder yeah they got some bugs to work out but i i have faith they're not going to release a shitty product i'm curious to play with friends i couldn't play that with like the, no like no dude everybody's community. buying xbox right yeah yes and xbox yeah. okay good we'll play it together yes. um <laughs> the remake of flatliners yeah i'm very intrigued by this yeah. you know i saw that pop up what i, I know nothing it feels about like it's, it. gonna be it's a, a key for sutherland julia rock Julia Roberts? Yeah, she was in it. Yeah. Yeah, she was um, in Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Uh, it's a 1989, yeah. 90-ish movie. Hmm. But it was it was fucking dope. I enjoyed the shit out of it. The Invisible Man remake. Now, I read that Johnny Depp's in, yeah. but I'm a huge Invisible Man fan. So if it says it's going to be listed as a horror movie, let's see what happens with it. Man. I'm just waiting for the twist where it's like the title changed to Hollow Man 3. Oh, God. Oh, oh you should have seen the conversation we had about Friday 13th. How they took a big <laughs> dump on fucking... Nate's hopes. <laughs> it's like there's not even a screenwriter attached. There's not even a script. No, no, no. But it there's is a director they, attached. Yeah, it, there's a director and there's some actors. But, attached. but it's the director that did the. I crazies. just read it. Just read it. And the crazies was dope. It's the crazies, but the only thing that he's done before that think, was like Sahara. Are they gonna be able to film? Wait, wait, oh, edit, oh shit! Promote, it, is it, is it said it's supposed to come out in November? Oh, okay, so it's January right now, and not a single yeah. frame's been filmed. So yeah, I think that's a possibility. You could probably still pull it off. It's a Friday Thirteenth. Show tits. Show blood. Show Jason it killing for people. It's, it's easy. Oh, it didn't. Well, that's Suicide Squad. That's a hundred forty <laughs> million dollar budget. We're talking ten million dollar budget. Get some people naked onto a beach. Give them some beer and act. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Interest, uh, Kong Island. The first trailer had me sold. Second trailer has me worried. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie rumored supposed to. That's still supposed that's to, still, still rumored. Still, it's still way rumor off. No, no, that one it's greenlit. It's, it's greenlit, yeah. but there's nothing. Well, greenlit means it's, like it's not. There's no filming. There's no production. There's no nothing. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Friday Thirteenth only has a director. So. so Friday Thirteenth has more. You motherfuckers done shit on my fucking pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Suspiria remake. Oh yeah, this is in production. <laughs> it's in production. I think those the director for Pineapple Express was supposed to make this like in 2012, 2013. Yeah, and he never got fucking funding for it, so it's just never gone anywhere. It's always been just a huge letdown. Because I was always wanting to see the director for Pineapple Express because he had such great, dramatic, fucking unique fucking direction when he did like films like George Washington. So. Well, you know who's attached to it now. Who's it? Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. She's signed. Good. She's in it. Gotcha. Really? Until I thought she took a hiatus. No. She, 
No, no. no? Just go to the Wikipedia and look at it. <laughs> And then look under movie news and then look. I, I fucking double check my sources. <laughs> no, the news is from 2014. No, 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 no. This said as of 2016. Okay. She is signed. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Dog shit. Cult of Chucky. <laughs> sorry. Oh, man. Haywire. Haywire. Whoa. It just blew everybody's brains. Oh, sorry. All right, and then another dog shit, which should be great, but <laughs> Bride of Frankenstein. Really? Angelina Jolie <laughs> is attached to oh, it. Oh, God damn it. And oh, damn. the director said it's going to be more about women's liberation. Jesus. Oh, man. It's like Maleficent 2. Starring Angelina Jolie. Fuck me. So, so this is Beowulf 2? This is oh, fucking God, I horrible. forgot that we existed. Yeah. Horrible news. I mean, that's such a classic. I want to see somebody man. intercut Beowulf to fucking Polar Express. <laughs> I want to see that. I am the Ripper. Let's I am the Slasher. Hot chocolate. <laughs> God damn it. You just revealed more than we needed to know. Hey, I like Polar Express. I, I like Beowulf. I like, <laughs> I like a lot of Tom Hanks shit, you know? And Aaron likes Chucky, so there we go. Okay, here we go. good. God damn. Ginger dolls. So from the podcast. Beowulf just runs right at the train naked. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I will take down this steel beast. Angelina Jolie is in her golden formers driving the train. Oh, man. All right. So also in the horror <laughs> community for 2016 was the year of fucking great ass fucking vinyl releases. Uh, Mondo came out swinging in 2016 with the uh, anime Devil's Men. Uh, they re-released the Maniac soundtrack. They, no, they did didn't. a soundtrack for Darling. They actually got the original uh, guy who did the com- compositions for Evil Dead One. They uh, they got him back together, and they they didn't have the they couldn't find the original masters. So they basically call it a reimagining, and they released uh, Evil Dead, a lot of the Evil Dead 1 pieces uh, just redone for vinyl. And it's kind of like neat that they're going to do a full-on this year in 2017, like a full soundtrack, because the 7-inch was just a a modest, you know, uh, a single here and there. I only remember two pieces of music in Evil Dead. I know, right? Those just the piano pieces when he's talking to his uh, girlfriend, the dancer, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That was in Evil Dead 2. Yeah, but it's also played out in one. Remember, like his uh, when he's crying and stuff with the necklace and stuff like that. And Evil Dead one. Linda. And then uh, Clint Mansell's Black Swan got released. Uh, the Alien Part One and Aliens and Prometheus all that got That was the one where they had the like the the green liquid in it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they was Some all people returned that because so. that shit started leaking off. Well, I mean, I never heard complaints about the Friday 13th part one, but mm-hmm. obviously they had some issues with this they one. Had some issues but I think this is one. the one that was because of shipping situations. Ah, uh, okay. Because some people got their vinyls in Australia and they were just totally, completely warped. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, other releases were uh, Monster Squad got a release at TFW. That was yep. pretty neat to see. Uh, Dead Ringers, Crash, and Naked Lunch from uh, David Cronenberg got releases. The Invitation had a vinyl release, uh, and Tim Cloverfield Lane had an awesome yeah. vinyl release. Uh, artwork done by Gary Poland. Gary, well, he also did the the Monster Squad one too. Yeah, awesome, great. The guy was busy as shit. And then Waxwork came out swinging with uh, such releases as uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Um, they also did Goosebumps. They did the mm-hmm. Salem's Lot, the actual TV soundtrack. They did My Bloody Valentine, Shockways, Altered States, Krampus, Black Christmas. 
Mad Mad Monster Party, The Howling, and Friday Thirteenth Part Three, which is very hard to find. Uh, and Terrorvision came out with Spookies, <laughs> Killing Spree, and Ghost House. I mean, this was just the horror-related final releases for 2016, and that's just like a shit ton of money that just came out of my mouth. I mean, shit. Uh, Mondal even did things uh, for a vinyl release for Gremlins, Fight Club, uh, The Clue. They actually did the Clue soundtrack, Home Alone, uh, the Back to the Future trilogy. Waxworks even uh, did the Warriors Taxi Driver in Leon. I mean, this was just showing you that the vinyl resurgence isn't anywhere going anywhere. Dude, that Leon fucking soundtrack is dope looking. The, dope. the artwork on it is fucking awesome. Tell them to get everyone. Yep. Everyone. Everyone! <laughs> God, I love that shit. You don't like Beethoven. <laughs> I love Beethoven. <laughs> or Mozart, sorry. Mozart, sorry. I love Mozart. <laughs> but for this, he's a little light. <laughs> no, uh, you know what vinyl I'm pleading for someone to make is back to school. Oh, that would be awesome. Or, or, like, Dangerfield. or like a fucking dope-ass Beetlejuice. Dope Beetlejuice would be awesome. Beetlejuice would be good. Yeah, no. That'd be good. I mean, the music, like, it's all included in uh, Danny Elfman's uh, Music for Darkened Theater. Yep. Yeah. It's like a three-minute soundtrack, but it, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> I would fucking love it. It'd be oh, so great. I think uh, the shit they're doing this year is neat because they're doing, like, last year we had, like, oh, 2015, we had, like, Nightbreed and stuff like that. But I think, like, this year they got The, the Thing, thing. coming yeah. out mm -hmm. soon. Uh, I think they're gearing up for Twin Peaks. They did that last year, too, but they're doing Firewalk with me for this year. I mean, you have Twin Peaks coming out on Showtime for God knows it's been like a '90s TV show, but it's gonna have a resurgence in 2017 on Showtime. Um, what are they adding to it? No, it's actually taking off of that huge cliffhanger of yeah. season two that, from like '92 or '94. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I think it's '94. '94. I think it was Lord Palmer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all these yeah. cool things are coming back. You know, it's like really neat. But I'm really taken away by like some of this vinyl shit that comes out. You're just like, fuck. Like you said, like. Uh, the Witch House and stuff like that. Uh, I think Waxworks got uh, the original Exorcist score, which is going to come out. It's like something that William Freakin just didn't think fit the film. He totally tossed the soundtrack out and it's kind of been found, rediscovered, remastered, and they're going to put it on vinyl. Ooh. And it's like, cool. Cause Isn't like, there uh, like a YouTube out there with the original music for yeah, the movie? I, I think there's a original uh, trailer that had the original soundtrack. And no. it's creepy as fuck because like the whole fucking trailer sting is just notes. a strobe. Yeah. And it's just like you said, sting notes like from like mm -hmm. Insidious 1. Mm -hmm. The high fucking screeching strings and shit. Dig it's, it. It's, it's awesome. Tubular Bells was wonderful, but they should have kept the strings. <laughs> it, it's kind of like Stanley Kubrick's 2001. Like they tossed out what was supposed to be the score for 2001 and Stanley Kubrick kind of did a Dawn of the Dead, George A. Romero thing and just found a lot of library music that kind of fit mm -hmm. the, the tone and the pacing better. Yeah. The entire soundtrack, the writer didn't even know he tossed it until he was sitting in the fucking theater. <laughs> what the fuck? And then he took his soundtrack and put it completely to a different movie. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that yeah. movie failed. I think in the first Mondocon, <laughs> they, uh, they released it, uh, the, the official original 2001 mm -hmm. Uh, Space Odyssey. Oh, nice. Vinyl. So that's pretty cool. Which is dope because if you hold it up to the light, it's the star pattern. That's you know, so he's zooming through space. So but cool. Waxworks got like, uh, I think they're working on another Friday 13th for this year. I think they're going to have uh, Evil Dead 2 soundtrack, the Babadook soundtrack. I mean, they got so much shit lined up. They just released uh, The Howling, like I said, uh, at the end of uh, 2016. I was just like, wow, that's like 
you know, under under underappreciated shit, you know, like you 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 watch the zombie Nazis and shockwaves, you never think about the soundtrack, but here these guys are climbing through some guy's basement or storage container trying to find the original masters and they give them to the ex guitarist for a uh, white zombie and he goes and remasters all the shit for vinyl and you're having to you're getting a chance to listen to something that just totally goes um, unmissed, you know, like like uh, totally missed by mm-hmm. horror fans, but uh, still uh, deeply appreciated. I'm waiting for Alone in the Dark soundtrack too, 1982. Not the Christian Slater. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the Don't Christian Slater uh, pump up the volume soundtrack. No, just with that fucking the sick fucks punk okay. rock fucking song in it. Chop chop. It's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> Great soundtrack of that. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they're going to do like the Friday 13th Part 4 because I think we all have firm admiration for Part well, 4. Well, you just told me they fucking <laughs> didn't even include the disco song, man, for I Part know, 3. And that's like, what the fuck else music? Oh, again. What's, what's weird is uh, the 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 way they package uh, Fight Club, it's like a pack of cigarettes. You have to do this rapping and when you do the rapping, you read it and it says you have to destroy something beautiful in order to get to the record. And <laughs> oh, you go wow. through it and everybody keeps saying, like, if you peel off the label somewhere within hidden within the packaging or within the vinyl itself is uh, where is my mind? Because you're kind of having to search it out because it's just the Dust Brothers soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Plus somebody keeps the, the, the conspiracy or the speculation is that where is my mind is somewhere hidden within the soundtrack. Holy shit. Whether it's within the packaging or the vinyl itself nobody knows and i don't think any true collectors has had the balls or cojones to fucking peel off the fucking you know your labels and shit to check if it's maybe <laughs> hidden underneath it yeah which is neat because on the godzilla uh death waltz uh release when you let the record play to the end mm-hmm. it stays in the constant loop of uh godzilla walking back into the water Oh wow! It just it just fucking stays in that little stream and just kind of just bounces back and forth. Maybe they need to play it in reverse. That's what I was thinking. Maybe it's hidden somewhere within a track. Mm. Uh, oh. any, do you guys have anything else that's upcoming in the horror genre uh, that y'all are looking forward Cult to? Called the Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all you Blu-ray people out there, announced today, Slither is hitting finally hitting Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I heard rumor. For, first time in Aaron, North America. You, know, you follow this guy, Trick or Treat too. Is there any truth to That's that? in production, about as much production as uh, Friday Thirteenth. So it's happening. <laughs> so as, a as a director, it has to happen. I hope so. But Krampus Two and Trick or like, Treat Two are in the same boat. Look, if the Friday Thirteenth <clears throat> reboot only took th- like three months to film, it less than that. It was like it was like a thirty day shoot. With all so. the legalities that Friday Thirteenth tied into that we were talking about like last year, Paramount I, has to do it or they lose. But I don't. They don't uh, lose the rights to. Friday 13th, they lose the rights to fucking Jason. I don't know. I mean, I'm still on the fence. It's like when somebody was, some certain person was being really over presumptuous that we're going to get a Halloween film in 2016. I was like, dude, <laughs> you're dude, those I people, heard it from the those director. people were still going crazy about that yeah. after they lost the rights. They're it's still, still happening. But it's pretty much like this. Michael Daugherty, he's doing, he wants to do Trick or Treat 2. Mm-hmm. He wants to do Krampus 2, but he's attached to Godzilla 2. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So... God damn it. His, his boat is pretty much filled <laughs> up. He, he's suffered from James Wan syndrome right now. Who the fuck is directing Pacific Rim to? Because I know the fucking... Uh, Del Toro the, is probably producing. But the, who's directing it? Because, I mean, they're already fucking shooting the fucking thing. Yeah, they've already started. Yeah, they the started one, filming uh, in Australia. Like, oh, there's photos of... The Stormtrooper yeah, dude's, Boyega. like, producing yeah, it. Yeah, Boyega's in his armor. He's in his drift armor already. Sounds like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, and it's already been leaked that Charlie Day, uh, the other doctor, and uh, Miko are in there gotcha. because of... Uh, Leaks and then supposedly Carl Urban is supposed to be in there, but he's like, no, it's not me. 
Well, but, but his name is on a pink slip for a receipt for payment. So every time I think of that guy, all I think of is fucking uh, what is what was the second Riddick movie? <laughs> oh, dude, uh, yeah, yeah, Evolgo, my very best. Oh, He's like, Black Stephen DeKnight, yeah. Chronicles, Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, dude, love it. His Steve, hair is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Stephen DeKnight. Is the director for Pacific Rim? Was he done? Oh, he's a producer for Daredevil. I remember that. Okay, I remember that now. I remember that tied to Daredevil. Yeah, he had to step away from directing a lot of the Daredevil Uh, season one because he got tied into, obviously, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. Which Uh, was called Maelstrom, but that was just too hard to fucking pronounce, so we had to call it. Uprising. (laughs) Yeah, show uh, show running duties on Marvel Daredevil. Uh, He's best known for being the creator and head writer to the executive stars series Spartacus. Spartacus Blood and Sand, Spartacus nice. God in the Arena, Spartacus Vengeance, Spartacus War of the Damned. I'm, I'm ready for fucking Evil, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3. Ugh. I love Season, season two. 2. was amazing. Season 2 was fun as yeah. shit. When he I'm fights sorry. the car. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I had fun. Man. Like, there was every episode I was, like, looking forward to because it was, like, something stupid and fun. <laughs> and then his dad? <laughs> I want to know what his uh, dad, I want to know what the secret was, as dad says. And when they didn't like it? And when they travel yeah. in time and the fucking, oh, dude. When they do all that shit and they basically reboot the whole fucking Evil Dead series, I was like, what the fuck? You actually meet fucking the professor. You see him doing mm-hmm. the, uh, the the first Necronomicon uh, recordings. You meet Henrietta before she's prepossessed. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? We're actually getting like shit that you only wish you would get, you know, in, the, in, in like the movies and stuff. So seeing it actually come to fruition in season two, it was just like, it made up for a lot of the... Uh, shortcomings of season one i'll add that yeah. to my 2016 dog shit list oh. <laughs> did you watch season two yeah, i watched half it oh dude I, did, I can't do it man i mean it's i he's he's not ash he's bruce campbell in a once, tv series once the episode hit the, the car episode mm. that's when it really started just going was it like the first season where the last episode's the best <laughs> No, I mean, no, there's like, an army uh, darkness no. level that takes over, but then it never really shakes the it never shakes the, the, the Ash for Evil the Dead. Gore, the gore, there's it's much more gore. Yeah, I, I know that in the first. Uh, the death when, scenes are amazing. When his when head he's, goes up that guy's ass. <laughs> oh, that was fucking <laughs> dude, gross, dude. That was hilarious. that was fucking funny. I was the, laughing. The, the Pierce Dong just bonk. No, no, no. <laughs> and I was just kicking his assholes. Out. You don't get to say that word. God, you smell like shit. God, that was awesome. This he like, said there's funny shit in the show. It's when he pours the fucking soda in his lap, he's like, that's how you get him to like not say shit when he gets... <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Well, did you hear about the twist that they wanted to do for the twist ending? Yeah. yeah. I was I was curious. It would have made sense. Yeah, because, to a degree. Because I know he didn't <clears throat> want to spend all that time in the cabin and stuff like yeah. that, but it would have been neat. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> so Evil Dead, looking for that. I know there's a lot of American gods and stuff like that supposed to hit TV soon, so I guess we'll see. Hey, the Exorcist TV show is pretty damn good. I hope that gets renewed. Yeah. Shit, that's pretty good. Yeah, I still need to finish that. I've only seen like the first like four episodes. I heard they weren't. They're not going to pick it up. I heard what? they weren't. No, because if you remember, it was really weird. It was um, Fox, right? Yeah. When yeah, I looked, right. okay, me and me and my wife watched it all the way through. Uh, we had it uh, recording uh, mm-hmm. programmed, and then there was like th- over a month. Where there wasn't a new episode, yeah. but then they released two, and then I looked on Wikipedia like, "What the fuck? Why did they release two like a month and a half later?" And it said something about they needed to wrap it up. Yeah, and then the episode count was wrong hmm. on the number per episode. Like sixteen instead of like well, the it 10 said or 12 it said thirteen, and there was twelve. 
Well, I don't fucking know. I mean, I thought the show was pretty damn good. Yeah, Gina Davis. Oh, dude. I mean, I didn't even pay attention to even have that Reagan reveal come out. And when it did, I was like, fuck yes. Like, it's tied into yeah. so much of the original mythology. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it plays yeah, to I think such that's a... Where I, that's where I stopped was whenever they made that reveal. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's pretty much saying that season, that, that episode 10, the, the Three Rooms episode that came out in December, that was the last one. Oh, shit. Yeah, episode 10, there you go. I was like, fuck. And I was like, damn it. But yeah, there was like a long period between the two, and it was like, what the hell? Like, we yeah. thought it was over because it ended on a cliffhanger. Fox yeah. is not known for, you know, keeping seasons. Yeah, they're if, not. If it, if it doesn't perform well, to the numbers, they And it didn't perform it. well. It and I was, really I was really hoping it would, like, I, I, I think I spoke out on the... One of the few times I spoke out on the fucking Facebook page, I was like, really? People need to get behind this because don't let it be the next Hannibal, you know? Don't let it be that, that great show that you realize it was great like two years or three years later mm-hmm. and then it's canceled and you like fucking totally missed, you know? You missed out on it. You missed the wave, you know? You didn't Hannibal's get the was so good. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. Support your shit, horror fans. Come on. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like I we, we sit here and we joke around about, oh, yeah, we're, we're just going to fucking download it. We're just going to watch it, you know? Yeah, that's that's one way if you want to see what it's about. But if you really fucking like it, fuck, go go support it. You know, I'm D- still gonna see Chucky. DVR it, like yeah. record it. You know, well, like tune, even, tune in live. But don't you know, fuck. It's fucking sad and funny. Even on Black Friday, when like Ash Ash vs Evil Dead season one on Blu-ray was on sale for Black Friday for like nine ninety nine. I was like, I still couldn't bring myself to buy it. And like, it follows, I think I called Ralph, I go, it follows on Blu-ray, Black Friday deal, three ninety nine. I go, I still can't fucking stomach to buy it. <laughs> I go, even at three ninety nine, I can't I told, bring myself to like go. I told him to call me whenever it's at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, the commentary could be good. And I was like, nah, fuck <clears throat> I mean, they're selling. I don't get you guys. I don't I, get it. I was amazed that they're they were selling Hateful Eight for three ninety nine at Best Buy on Black Friday, and I was like, "Yoink!" And I saw yeah. it fall. And I saw it follows next to it, and I was like, "Pass." I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would have passed on Hateful Eight. Yeah, I would have passed on that too. I love Hateful Eight. Yeah. For some reason, there's just something like Kurt Russell smashing a priceless guitar. Do you know about this? No. The guitar he grabs yeah, from yeah. her and smashes is a one of a kind ninth, or like eighteen twenty two Martin. Fuck, that makes it so much better. The value of it, <laughs> the value of it. Last time it was appraised was over twenty two million dollars. Oh wow! Now it's invaluable. It's it was priceless, and Quentin somehow got the rights to to let them use it because they wanted that authentic yeah. sound. Martin was like, okay, this is one of our museum pieces. Sure, Quentin's known for his long takes. Kurt didn't know that the guitars didn't get switched. Boom. Nice. Piece of history lost to the world that's for awesome. a shitty Fuck, fucking man. film. Oh, dude, that's like on G4. <laughs> it's like on G4 TV. They like, they're talking to this guy with the original. The original before the records, there was the Edison tubes. Mm-hmm. And that's what you would put on the Victrola. And you would yeah. play this, you know, Edison tubes. Oh, the round ones? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. So the guy's holding the cylinders like, yeah, there's only like 10 of these. Over <laughs> three of and you're like, oh, he fumbles it. And it just cracks like a fucking eggshell. And he's just like, oh. And the guy's like, oh. That, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Fucking Thomas Edison made that fucking thing, dude. That's dude, history. Yeah. Go on. Well, no, if, you, if you look uh, in we that scene. We are a horrible fucking race. <laughs> <laughs> we are terrible. And hey, we're going to show this off on the internet. Fuck. Dude, the, uh, the chick actress in Hey Play, I, I know. Jennifer Jason Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. Her reaction when he smashes it and she turns like right to the camera, she's like, what? What? <laughs> like she knew. 
It was <laughs> genuine. It was the genuine fucking article. God. And Kurt was just, you know, all right, long take. Uh, bam! God. Smashes it. And it's like, like, thank God. I'm sorry. Quentin said, thank God I had fucking insurance on that. But no shit. It's yeah. irreplaceable. <laughs> it's one of a kind. I'm sorry. I mean, that's so why I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm not shocked because I mean, I'm, I, I appreciate every one of you guys looking opinions on films and shit like that. And, you know, I mean, I'm, it's cool. But Hateful Eight for me, it was like, man, Kurt Russell being directed by Tarantino. Um, fuck, man. I forget the old guy's name. I'm so fucking stupid right now. Uh, but man, everybody gave such a strong character piece in this film. It's meant for stage, but what Tarantino... The old guy from The Burbs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, he's oh. so fucking great. I mean, uh, the film was just exquisite in my, in, for, for me. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, just, I watched it. I recorded it because I wanted to check it out because I, 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 it's, it's Tarantino. Yeah. I think the Confederate blowjob, that whole monologue is that like... Was oh. hilarious. <laughs> I was, I was like, Jackson. really? I was like, you're bringing this... He's being he brings, serious, yeah. and then you bring this. I'm like, God, dude. yeah, he that kinda, was fucking. He rubbed, funny, he rubbed zombies at just to kind of. He zombies. He's got to push that guy's. He butt. died with my dick in his throat. <laughs> with my Johnson down his throat. God. Awesome. And when he was begging for water, I told him no. I'm like I'm like, just go ahead and say your Pulp Fiction line, please. Just end it. Yeah, like I really enjoyed like the first, like before, like they the started first two and a half hours. No, yeah, I mean, I'm joking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Three was fucking boom. It was like their whole ride to the cabin. I really like that. Oh yeah. Whereas like, like she's like, you ain't gonna let that fool ride with us. And he's like, Bing, how do you like them bells, bitch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just knocks her out. Oh man. He I touches like, the letter. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, man. No, having to watch the the Mexican guy come out in and out, fucking having to put up the horses, like oh. Whatever, senor, just go in there and it's the fresh water coffee. That's just it was fun. It was funny, but I I, 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 I think it ran a little too long for me and I just I prefer it to like, Django, you know, and, and I really enjoyed Django. Yeah, I like Django. I thought that was good. I thought yeah. Django was great. But Django has a great fucking pace, but I just felt like the story overall for Hateful Eight was just like more in my cup of tea. I think like once Russell And I think that might be the left, thing or like once situation. Russell like once once his character died. I just I lost more interest in it. Gotcha. I lost yeah. more interest because him and Sam Jackson's like just back and forth. Well, up the to answer like, was great. Up to when like was Russell that really a letter from Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see that letter real quick? I want to see it. I just love how it became like Clue. Like you're watching yeah. this film, yeah. you don't know yeah. what to fucking expect, and then slowly it just became Clue. And I was like, whoa, it's like Western Clue. All of a sudden, that was that was dope. I dig. I I I like it. I mean, there's not a Tarantino movie that I don't like besides like. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, but that's not really Tarantino. But Rodriguez. Um, I like Tarantino style, but I think that one was just him masturbating on film. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just a little <laughs> too fucking long. And then it was just like, okay, we get it. Okay, yes. Again, move it along, please. But the reveal was fucking wonderful. Yeah, like everybody's hiding under their. You know, the it was just one guy's under. hiding under. Yeah. Well, it's good it from the pop up because his name is in the opening credits. It says Channing Tatum. I'm like, yeah. okay, where's he at? Yeah. Where's he at? Okay. Oh. There but I didn't expect. I mean, that film literally stops and gives you a prequel. Yeah. In the movie, yeah. I was like, "Fuck yes, that's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> you see the jelly beans. You see like everything. All the, the everything said, else. Tarantino said he's only going to do like one or two more movies, and he's done. I heard, but Kevin Smith said the same shit, and I'm still waiting for him to make a movie. Well, Kevin Smith's poor. <laughs> Tarantino's yeah, yeah. just <laughs> fuck. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, Mallrats too coming. 
It's a, years. It's a TV, TV show. show. Oh, TV yeah. show. Oh, really? Netflix. It's going, be a, it's going to be a TV show. Uh, I don't know if it's Netflix. I Netflix think, or Amazon. No, 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 no. It's, it's, a, it's a cable company. I think it's either CBS or what? NBC. Oh, One fuck. of them picked it up. Didn't you wow. learn from ABC with Clerks, this animated series? Oh, that was bad. You got I mean, yeah, I'm he's still going to do Moose Jaws. Yep. Yeah, he's going to he's going to finish that trilogy off. And then he said he's going to he said he was going to end with Clerks too, but yeah, three. here we are. Yeah, Clerks three is now Clerks his three. ending point. Yeah, but I don't think he'll ever truly end. Now that he's doing like Flash episodes yeah, he's, and shit like that, he's you know. he's beginning a lot of love on on the TV shows now. That and I think that's the only reason why he's oh, even bothering he's with that, uh, that remake, Mallrats. the remake TV show, like. Bunky and Bory or something. No. It's like oh, a fifties TV show. I knew show. he was doing the Flash and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah he, he, he did Supergirl, the Flash. Yeah, he 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 returned to do another Flash episode. He just finished a Supergirl episode. Who are they which, talking about to doing the 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 something tomorrow? They're talking to somebody. Do oh, I don't remember. Fuck, dude. They're talking to some director. And I was like, oh wow, they got them interested. No, no, fuck, I don't sorry. remember. I just know. Kevin Smith's been getting a lot of love on TV yeah. for for the little episode, so I think that's mm-hmm. the only reason why he's even doing Mall Rats for that. It's like uh, Jennifer Lynch who did Walking Dead. I mean, she went off to do Buckaroo Bonsai. Buckaroo, wow, that would be interesting. Yeah, Jennifer Lynch went off to do uh, Walking Dead. She did two episodes, and then she went off to do like fucking everything. What was mm-hmm. she supposed to do? Uh, two se- uh, season two of Daredevil, like one of the episodes in season two yep. of Daredevil. Which one did she do? Or do I don't you know? know if she uh, did it or not. Remember. Ultimately, I know she ended up doing. Uh, Oh, Salem. She ended yeah. up doing an episode for that. She's done yeah. so much shit. Like, she's just gone off and just did a whole run of uh, TV stuff. Uh, we actually saw one of the directors. It was her and Jennifer Lynch were, uh, I forgot her name. It was uh, Zavanka or something. She's doing the XX film. Yeah. They yeah. pushed XX uh, last TFW, and we're like, oh, cool. This is going to be uh, neat. All female. And but uh, they, she, Jennifer Lynch got tied to a lot of TV duties, and she never got to finish her fucking film, I guess. And now it's a whole bunch of other lists. I mean, the film still looks interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Check it out. It kind of reminds me of that fucking movie with the the crossroads and shit. I forgot what it was called. Um, fuck. Southbound. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Southbound, seeing the XX uh, trailer. Southbound or Southland Tales? Southbound. Okay. That was the one where there was a, a lot of short stories like yeah. Creepshow. Yeah. Yeah. God, nothing really lines up to Southbound Tales. Because I don't think Rich Kelly ever did anything after Donnie Darko that was actually to that degree. I mean, he did the box with Cameron Diaz and... Mm-hmm fucking cyclops but that didn't really like take off his series no, it, it really did <clears throat> but you know but that was a richard matheson story that we yeah. all love and adore because you know the the monkey's paw fucking yeah. idea and stuff it was mm-hmm. awesome do you remember that one where they get yes. a box on the door and they push the button <laughs> yes and like a million dollars shows up on your door or something like that yeah yeah that's fucking dope i'd do that would you push the button oh fuck yeah what if it kills somebody like randomly somewhere in america tough shit fuck it my million dollars? But then now you're in the fucking pool where somebody else makes that choice and pushes the button. Now it could be your family. Oh, I better get to living with that million bucks. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a real big fish. VIP. <laughs> I'm going to the AHA reunion, sir. Or that guy that always sings like Queen, like Freddie Mercury. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, he looks like him. Oh, shit. You seen that shit? No. No, yeah. look look up how to sing like Freddie Mercury on uh yeah on, the, the Asian dude YouTube. yeah no no no, no, no. This Asian you talking about Journey no Queen no. Queen Queen all right yeah. the guy has the same jaw and nose as Freddie Mercury really like yeah he sounds to a fucking T he sounds guy. eerily like him and then his he has like his career skyrocketed and then fucking crashed because he went on a radio show and they're like okay do fucking Steve Perry and 
the guy cannot sing any other type than of the queen. And well, the guy's like, oh, I could fucking do anybody's impression. And no. 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 <laughs> Not at all. No, I remember the Asian guy being uh, pulled onto tour for Journey. Yeah. They maybe. have a documentary on Netflix about that. Really? Uh, Don't Stop or something like that. But um, That's Steve Aoki, I thought. I'll Sleep When I'm Dead. No, 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 no. The guy who overtook Steve Perry's job for uh, Journey. Oh, they, shit. They have a documentary on Netflix about it. It's pretty fucking dope. Dope. He's like from like the streets of the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. He's he was fucking, awesome. he was fucking homeless and shit. <laughs> like, well, I recently I saw on the news that Steve Perry was actually like the only one that's not cool with doing like a full on reunion because he of can. the throat yeah, shit. Yeah, he, can. he had like throat cancer or something. Well, like that. he had like a bad hip injury that turned into like severe staph, and he got so fucking ill that it ruined his like vocal cords, his throat, and vocal shit. cords. So yeah. like, you use it, you lose it kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Gotcha. Those tight jeans just cut off the circulation yeah. and. Into the career pretty quick. Yeah. Ah, man. Speaking of that, I forgot we lost George Michael and shit like that. Yeah. Fucked up year. Yeah, it was. We're over it. We're on. 2017. (laughs) Well, all in all, this was a fun episode. It's a very reunion of sorts. Um, It was awesome to reminisce about 2016 and what we're looking forward to 2017. I'm pretty sure we're going to come at you with some great news and other fun episodes Mm -hmm. coming out through our new year. Uh, we're really glad that we will be attending the Texas Frightmare Weekend 2017. Yes. All with, four of us will be four. there. All with four of us will be there. Oh, with, you're going to show up this time? Yeah. yeah. All right. With right. A, on it. <laughs> great lineup. Saying Kane Hodder after you. Oh, yeah. I forgot Kane. Uh, yeah, we have a great lineup. We have uh, the cast from Fright Night, uh, the cast from 31. Uh, a the great thing. thing reunion that we are just, you know, beside ourselves to Stranger see. Stranger Things. God. Yeah. Stranger Things. I mean, they're actually going to have the Demogorgon there. So Sting. Yeah. Wow. Sting. <laughs> in costume, bitches. He will be in costume. Oh, dude, even the... You should it. interview him on that. <clears throat> oh, the guitarist from... Uh, the well, gu- I, I was supposed to talk to him at Compalooza. What's the guitarist from the Misfits is going to be there, too? Fuck, dude, I forgot his Doyle. Name. Doyle. Yeah, Doyle's Doyle is going to be there. I was like, fuck, dude, there's like just endless cool shit going to happen this year, so... Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth will be there. Yeah. Uh-huh. She needs to work. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He choked. The, the guy actually. Not that part. He didn't choke. He didn't choke that part. I quit. What's that white thing you're what I quit you? smoking cigarettes so I could save my life, and the gun damn near just killed me. Oh, man. So, from all of us to all. God damn it. Well, hold on, hold on. Like, get your things. Uh, so as we're back, be sure to check us out on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll be getting up an uh, Instagram uh, pretty shortly. Big shout out to Virus Vodka. Uh, they've been with us for a while now. So Tony, Patient Zero, keep up the good work. Tino Evil, uh, amazing shirts. They just released the Negan uh, Walking Dead shirt, which is pretty badass if you're a fan of Monopoly. And then, of course, Texas Rubber Weekend. We will be there. Uh, so from all of us to all of you, this is Jeff. This is Nathan. This is Ralph. And this is Aaron. Keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.
but it's weird, like how <laughs> Anton Yelchin holds himself. It, he he uh, inflects how Barry. his character would be. You hear the gargle? Yeah. You hear the gargle? <laughs> <Is> that you? Let's <laughs> 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 all do <laughs> your. Multi talented. <laughs> like a ventriloquist dummy over here. Star for 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit! <laughs> Oh, fuck, that broke my shit. You break your tit? <laughs> well, this is Nathan, and I'm saying, go see it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anton Yelchin is wonderful. That's the end. <laughs> oh, my God. Next. <laughs> and 17 just came. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I'm not farting. Silent but deadly. I'm glad they can't smell the. No, I'm right sitting now. on a wood chair. It'll ricochet off and. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Tommy gun. So quiet in here. What was your? It looks like the throat gurgle. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> so how you? <laughs> fucking Jesus. Go. <laughs> the wood is porous. Oh, uh, fucking throat is holus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's acid reflux. Shut the fuck up. Release the tonsils. Relax those muscles. Ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>